YouTube. It's Josh and Ryan, and we're back for another episode of not just another episode. Oh, <laughs> the uh, the final episode. Yeah, exactly, of I season. threw a curveball at you there. <laughs> this is the last episode of season one of yes. Movie Combat. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, the last episode of our Alien pr- uh, Predator season. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yes. it took me a second. To no, no, it's it's series. It's been such a long a long journey, my friend. Yes. To the point where I question It's been like a three hundred year long journey. <laughs> yeah. All, practically. <laughs> practically that long. Well, it, it just that's just the one though. We've traveled three centuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're two hundred years into the future on this one. Well, not only that, we started in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, and we've made it to twenty three seventy nine. It's pretty nice this this late in the game. Well, actually, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say it's pretty nice. Earth's a shithole. <laughs> yeah, we'll you'll get into that later. Yeah, you'll get that later. So yeah, uh, Alien Resurrection was our was our last film. Yes, yes. And man, oh man, <laughs> did you notice who wrote this one? Who wrote it? Yeah. Did you see I, I the didn't opening see credits? Who, I know. Oh, I, I... I saw that Sigourney Weaver produced this movie, yeah, which I, shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, I think she had one more alien in her. She was just like, <laughs> you know, I just kind of feel like playing a... But she didn't want to do the last one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she was doing it to kind of course correct the last one. She was probably just like, yeah. you know, I need to make it a little bit cool and crazy again. Sure. You know? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, our favorite uh, Avengers... Uh, alone. Oh yeah, Joss Whedon. Yes, yes that's right. Joss, Joss Whedon, Whedon wrote this movie wrote back the in movie. his back in his Buffy days. <laughs> yes. Oh man, it definitely had that vibe. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. 20th Century Fox logo. Yep. Just looks like a 20th Century Fox logo. Yeah, they didn't do anything weird with this one. <laughs> but they did do something that was weird. Yeah. Uh, we get a close up on this beetle, and I thought it was the grossest thing. It, it, I have ever seen. Yeah, it was like they tried to make CGI alien teeth out of it. But then he squishes it, and it looks like a oh, bloody that, booger. Yeah, that whole thing. And then he picks it up, and I'm like, oh, God, he's going to eat it. That's what he's I gonna thought. He's going to eat it. And then he puts it in the straw, and I'm like, nope, nope, don't do that. And then he shoots it like a spitball. Yeah, it was it was pretty weird. Like, the guy, yeah, because it's, like, it's just a random bug. It's a random guy. And a random guy that never shows back up. Nope. In the movie. And then I, we get the Alien Resurrection logo. Yeah. And which, I'm like, oh my God, that was the most anticlimactic logo fade in I've ever seen. It didn't even fade in. Yeah. It, it was just took, like, here it there. is. Um, yeah, and then I wrote written by Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get Test 2, baby. <laughs> oh, did you. Um, did you write uh, uh, stats for the ship or anything? I did not. There, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to admit some stuff here. I didn't write a lot of stuff down. I mean, I wrote a lot of stuff, but I again skipped around. I didn't get. I watched it all the way through. I didn't look at my phone. I promised myself I'm gonna focus on this one. So <laughs> that was a thing. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I watched it. Um, okay, so it's the UMS or sorry, USM Ariga, uh, medical research vessel, United Systems Military. Uh, which is the USM part. Um, crew, 42 enlisted, seven science officers. So that's, uh, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> is that a little bit louder than yeah, yeah, now I can really hear myself. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was noticing my peaks are a little bit a little bit higher. Can we get much higher? Okay, so <laughs> there's, uh, so test tube baby, we get to see some test tube babies. Yep. 
And it was weird because it was like an adult baby, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like I know that sounds really strange, but like when it zooms in, it's like a baby that's like a full grown adult. Like I have, I would say, I would say like in the preteen stage. Oh, okay, of yeah, what it is is what we see. Yeah, because it looked time. like an adult sized fetus to me. But, basically but was, what was weird was is as soon as I saw this thing, I'm like, great, we're getting more child porn yeah. in this <laughs> yeah. fucking franchise. Like, I'm so sick and tired of seeing naked young late girls in these movies now. Yeah, even I... though I know this wasn't a real one. The last one, I still, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not too sure about that one. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> uh we get a new Ripley uh and I said I said new Ripley is the fifth element that gr- that grows xenomorphs. Yeah. Uh she quotes Newt when uh it zooms in on her face. Did you hear the quote? No, I the, didn't. Hear it. Oh, so that's the whole thing where she's saying um like I never used to believe in monsters. Uh or mommy told me that monsters weren't real, but they are, or whatever, because that's the same conversation that she's having with Newt when she's in uh, in Aliens, when she's in there trying to put her to sleep or whatever. And Newt's like, oh, uh, mommy told me the monsters aren't real. So she says, basically says the same quote. It's just a callback. I wrote Man Bun. Man Bun. That's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh, the scientist guy. Yeah. yeah. So Grima Wormtongue. Uh, I think it's. I think it's Stephen. <laughs> I refuse to refer to him as that. Yeah, I think Stephen Duroff. I think that's his name, if I remember correctly. But I yeah, Chucky. Also, um, the voice of Chucky, if you will. Uh, Clone Ripley is in a body bag in a hole. Yo, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, because uh, basically, like, they cut her open and they. Okay, so we. I think we're. Yeah, we're moving really fast. Yeah, we didn't explain that she's been. <laughs> Okay, so she's been cloned. She cloned, yep. And I, then, we, said, we did mention the cloning. Okay, part. yeah, and so then she grows into like a full-grown Ripley. Yep, and a then full-grown when they And then they cut her open, and she's still got the alien queen embryo in her chest. Yes. So they like take it out, and it was really weird because when they cut it out and then and then like they go and cut the embryo, it was like both the scientists kind of got off. Like they cut it, and they just went, oh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like, okay, guys, like take it easy. Hey, you know? we'll reel it back, guys. Yeah, and so, so then they take the embryo, and then um yeah and then basically man bun as you call him he was like <laughs> he was like well i mean can we keep her alive and the other doctor the main doctor he's all like well how's she doing yeah she's doing okay yeah stitch her back up and then they put her in a bag and throw her in a hole basically and she's in like a cell that they can monitor from the top we do get a naked sigourney weaver in this process so yes you yeah. guys are into that then Dude, sigourney weaver she she got I think she looks better now than she did when she was younger. Personally, I think she kind of aged like a fine wine. <laughs> better, better. So, blonde, so she has a tattoo on herself. Yes. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh, she has a tattoo of a number eight on herself. Yep. I did. I honestly almost wrote she has a tattoo of two boxes next to each other. Oh. But I. But then I was like, yeah, it looks kind of like a number eight, maybe. And then eventually that comes into play later. Yeah. Uh, nine minutes in, Ripley talks doing a picture oh yeah that's right yeah because they're doing tests on her making sure she's healthy and then they're showing her things and she's essentially like oh hand and the lady's like close it was a glove you know and then eventually she ends up flashing a picture of a little girl and it kind of i wrote that down too yeah it makes ripley like kind of basically reminisce a little bit yeah kind of she tears up but i almost wrote (laughs) i almost wrote 
Ripley is stupid as shit. But yeah. then they go, she's accelerating faster than the others. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, exactly. And I'm like, oh, well, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Never I, mind then. Because <laughs> I'm assuming that it's probably been maybe at least a couple of weeks since they cloned her and she's like been out. So I'm I'm assuming that you know over the course of a few weeks she's learned how to speak and motor functions and all that kind of stuff. She's basically relearning how to be a person. Yeah. Um. And they do mention that uh, she is part alien because they're talking to General Perez, and he says something about, well, what good does this do me? And they're all like, well, she's like a new form of evolution. She took on part of the alien or whatever, and and it's like part of the genetic. Uh, processing essentially she's become like a super fast learner because of the alien dna yeah uh we get to see the they have a queen xenomorph which yes. is the one that we saw getting hatched out uh at 11 minutes into the movie yeah, yeah. uh just the headshot though just yeah the- yeah it's just a kind of a quick quick like it scales back and you see how bigger her like crest is or whatever they do mention that uh the blood samples allowed them to clone ripley uh, this is when Ripley is sitting at the table with Man Bun, I believe. Yeah. And uh, now here's the thing about this shot. I don't know if you noticed this, but in that shot, did it look as if they used a different camera filming Sigourney Weaver? Because she looks way fuzzy compared to the other two guys that look oh. like crystal clear in that I, shot. I didn't notice. It might have been, mm. maybe that was yeah. like one of the cut scenes for the special edition, because we did watch the special edition. I don't know, because so might... they're talking to her, like yeah. as if it was just a normal scene. I don't know. Maybe, just maybe well, because I'm thinking maybe they cut that whole scene, because maybe that was just a bad take, and they were like, oh, we can't put, keep this in the movie. And I mean, it's it's kind of nonsequential. Like, it doesn't really have any, any meaning uh, per se because she's basically just talking to him and it's like nothing really important the only important <laughs> thing oh no you, you go ahead oh yeah. i was gonna say are you gonna say the quote or whatever or? well i was gonna mention waylon oh oh okay because i i was gonna say go as ahead with far a different as, quote oh know. yeah basically she holds up a fork and he goes fork and she goes fuck and he goes it's a fork <laughs> <laughs> i did get that part. oh yeah yeah i, was I, typing I, that I, I lulled when i saw that so uh, yeah so Wayland is mentioned for the first time ever yes. in the alien franchise yeah i wrote that down too first name uh and then it said that it was bought out by walmart <laughs> yeah, and i'm dude. like are you fucking kidding me yeah, dude. A- walmart yeah. lasted until the year 20379 <laughs> and, it, and it's so funny because the guy he's like so nonchalant about it. he's like oh yeah well and Yutani, they went under decades ago, way before your time. They were bought out by uh, Walmart, I believe. You know, and it's uh, yeah, it totally makes sense. And I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Walmart, Walmart gets a name drop in this shit. They mu- I wonder if they sponsored it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, at the table, the guy. Yeah, I wrote this. At the table, the guys look clearer and than Ripley in the shot, which huh. is just weird. Anyway, I might have been just seeing things too. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, uh, I did. I did write down another quote go, on this. Yeah, but, oh, okay. Yeah, I just because I move right into the cruiser. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, because um, Ripley, because they're they're talking to each other about the aliens or whatever, and I just found this quote to be funny because I I really I was hooking on to things with all the alien movies where in every single alien movie somebody remarks on the alien, including Alien versus Predator and Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Um, and basically they say something about a xenomorph in one way or another. And in this one, we had the doctor, because Ripley says they're all going to die, because, you know, it's like you don't know what you're messing with. And then the doctor says, wondrous, remarkable potential once we've tamed them. And it's like, 
Wondrous. That's a new one because normally they say either marvelous or they say uh, fascinating. I think are the two main ones that they've been saying. But wondrous is a new one. And then and then Ripley says, and, th- and then I just thought this was funny because Ripley goes, "Roll over, play dead, heal. You can't teach it tricks. Why not? We're teaching you." And it's like, <laughs> oh damn, Ripley's not. Burn. Yeah, it's like Ripley. Oh man, she's probably not gonna forget about that. <laughs> Ripley will remember that. Uh, yes, so. yes. So then we go on to. Uh, a cruiser, which yeah, the two, Betty. Yeah, there are two pilots that are on the cruiser, and the guy uh, <laughs> feels up the girl. Yeah, I put like just in flat out, just rubs her, rubs on her, uh, rubs on her titty. Yep. There, I put frisky pilots. I got <laughs> frisky pilot. That's yeah, a better one. Than I, got I got deep voice and girl. <laughs> deep voice smoker. He's we, a smoker. Yeah, because we don't ever learn their names. I don't think like, or at least not for a while. I, I the pi- the captain. I'm gonna let you know. I didn't write a. Damn name down oh, in this oh. goddamn movie, except for Ripley. Yeah, I was trying to remember some of them because, like, the pilots, the one that the one guy, he's the captain, and they called him like El something Eldon or Elson or something, but I never wrote it down. I just called him Deep Voice the entire time. And then the girl, I think, was his girlfriend because at one point we do see Maybe. them together again. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but uh, and her name was like started with an H, but I didn't write it down because we only learn it like... Hot ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was looking pretty good in that So, uh, as we get another pan shot, we see Autumn, or Adam Zone, or Autumn Zone, I can't remember what was written there. It was an arcade machine. I don't know oh, why oh. it was there, but it was there, and so I wrote it down. Uh, I called him Black Assassin's Creed because the dude just whips out the two guns out of his oh, arm, yeah, and yeah. he like launches them out, and I'm like, damn. That dude's fr- like freaking NCO over there. Yeah, that's So that's I refer Christy. to him. What? Christy, I think is what oh, they call him. Oh, I refer to him as Black Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I was just calling him Dreads the whole time. Um, Dreads is also don't, less racist than what I was picking. Right right before him, we meet uh, Reese and Call, who are the wheelchair guy and Winona Ryder. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess there is a scene. Because there is that scene, and then it cuts back. Yeah, because it, it goes it cuts it, back to that it, scene again. Yeah, it goes back then, to him. Yeah, because then uh, that's when we meet Ron Perlman's yeah. character. Yeah, because the first the first time uh, he he the pilot he's like calling down or the captain or whatever he's like hey like Reese call get ready for the ship to dock or whatever make sure you got all the shit in order and then it goes down there because he tells the two thumbs joke. Did you do you remember? Oh that? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember oh, exactly, dude, but it's really it's, shitty. It's one of those lame ass jokes where he's like, "What's got two thumbs, a peak tongue, one eye." And fucks like a god, and then calls like what? And then he does the two thumbs. No, right no, he he, well, he sa- it again. Yeah, because she, she says, didn't hear him. Yeah, he does say it again, and then and then he winks, sticks his tongue out, and then points <laughs> to himself with his two thumbs, and she's just like rolls him back under the <laughs> the car oh, or whatever man. they were fucking working on. Yeah, that was. Um, but when it does cut back, yeah, that's when we see. Um, Ron Perlman's character because he's acting like a monkey or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. And then he throws a knife. And then he, no, he, oh yeah, I think he just drops yeah, it down yeah. and then it lands in the dude's like leg. Yeah. Which, as the viewer, you aren't supposed to know that he is in a wheelchair. But as soon as it lands in his leg, I knew immediately that he yeah, was because yeah. I was like, oh well, obviously he's not responding to any of this. And then, uh, yeah, sure enough, <laughs> he is. He rolls himself out, and he's like, "You're an asshole!" Like, yeah. is what the? And I said, "Yeah." I said, "Hellboy drops a knife on the wheelchair guy." <laughs> and and this is where I knew that it was Joss Whedon writing it because they get into an argument, and Call yells at him, right? And then Call he, is Sigourney Weaver, uh, Winona Ryder. That's right. <laughs> they <laughs> have kind of the same name, <laughs> and then they uh, do <laughs> like Winona Ryder, Winona Sigourney Ryder. Weaver. Ellen Ripley, um, I, <laughs> I, they just called those. her Call. Uh, 
but uh, he they're getting into an argument, right? And then Ron Perlman goes, I am not the man with whom to fuck. And it's like, oh, that's totally a Joss Whedon line. Like, that's too good a grammar for that guy. You, you know he would have said. Yeah, you know he would have said, I'm not the guy to fuck with. But no, he said, I'm not the guy with whom to fuck. Yeah, because he walked away and it almost seemed like Ron Perlman didn't get his whole lines out. Yeah. But then as he walked away, I'm like. I think fuck is the last word of that sentence. Yeah, it was really strange. And I just wrote good grammar. Like, that's a really strange line for a a meathead like him, like his character, you know? Okay, so I wrote power glove search. I can't remember what happened here. Oh, that was because, okay, so first I want to mention that father is the new computer system. Yes, I wrote that down way later in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, because when they first open the thing, it goes, I am father. And I was like, father? (laughs) What? Where's mother? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? She's gone. Yeah. She's gone now. I was so lost. I was like, oh, okay, I guess over 200 years they got tired of mother and just switched to father. Yeah, well, actually, mother's been around since, uh, she's been around for 300 years. Because Prometheus takes place in 2092. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know when they switched to father at some point, you know. Yeah, but. no, but I'm saying, like, if we were to say from then to then, yeah, she if, was around like, for, like, 200 plus years. Because I would assume mother's probably still around. I bet mother's probably for civilian vehicles or, or no, citizens. No, they worked. And, huh? They were on the working ships. Oh, you're right. They were on. She, it was on, on the Sulaco yeah, because they on were alien military and aliens too. Yeah, because I was thinking maybe it was just the military ships that had father, and maybe like civilian ships had mother. But if the Sulaco had mother, which was a military vessel, then yeah, who knows? Um, but but then again, Whaling Utani was a corporation that hired a bunch of uh, mercenaries. They were mercenaries, so maybe it was the Whaling Utani's that had mother. So what was? Oh wait, um, you had one and, more quote before but, you left. Well, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say the the power glove thing was just basically a weapon search. So the guy was. That's right. He yeah. uses a power. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. He uses a glove, and he like pads over everybody, and it well didn't work. Uh, I said I wrote down Keurig for alcohol. Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really funny because yeah, because it's like the so the guy, the general General Perez, who's played by Dan Hedaya. I think that's how you say his last name, Dan Hedaya, something like that. He was in Night at the Roxbury. He's very the hairy. And, yeah, oh my god, dude, he's like he's super. <laughs> he's hairy. a bear. Yeah, man. <laughs> and he he was in, he's been in like um, a few Saturday Night Live skits and stuff, and he's been in a few movies. You'd recognize him. He's been in a couple monster movies. Him and Deep Voice make a deal um, for some cargo, quote unquote, and uh, we'll find out what that cargo is later. He gets paid in cash, which is really rare these days. Because cash is hard to come by, I guess. And, and but then, it allows it. There are no paper trails. Exactly. And then so he's like, "Oh, well, how about a drink?" And he puts this cube into a glass, hits it with a laser. And well, it turns it's in it. this like little thing, and then he opens it up and throws the thing, yeah, uh, the cube inside. And yes, it, it kind of looked like a Japanese um, like noodle container or something. It, yeah, like that, but I guess it, it was it, a, it was literally a Keurig thing. Like yeah. he takes the glass, he puts it underneath the thing, the thing pushes this liquid onto it which maybe is water oh i thought it was a laser that just oh yeah it, it was laser it was laser yeah and then it just goes and i'm like uh, all right that's now, how that works did you notice to when so perez starts eating a lemon right yeah i wrote general eating a lemon now first of all he was eating a lemon which i don't have any problem with necessarily <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> number one but he was eating a lemon <laughs> he, he just kind of randomly started eating a lemon but the problem that i had with this whole scene was that the lemon was crunchy that's true like you did you hear that like he cut it open and it's this solid raw lemon yeah and he like bit on it and then all of a sudden it was like 
Yeah, he was chewing on it like, for a while. It's like, why is that lemon crunchy? Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused. Because, like, I don't know if it was a part where it was just, like, he felt as if he needed something to be doing in this scene. So he just started sucking on a lemon. Yeah. And then he ate it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. And then it just made weird First sounds. off, who the hell has a lemon with whiskey? Don't you usually have that an is, orange? Yeah. Yeah, that whatever. is kind of strange. Anyway, well, I guess if it's a bourbon, it might be because bourbon goes really yeah, but good with y- lemon. I thought you use an orange to make like an old fashioned. Oh well, I'm thinking of like a, a bourbon smash. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's a couple different um, but a anyway, a couple different citruses you can use with those. I think the videos are in a tube with xenomorph. Oh, I don't know why they say I've typed. I was typing really fast with during oh, a lot of these. Yeah, seats. you probably so probably like there are there are uh. Yeah, so our crew, yes, the crew or the, the cargo, the sorry, that we find out is basically people. Yes, the ship is dropping dead bodies off. Yeah. I wrote uh, before that, I thought they were picking up the dead bodies because I thought they were smuggling them. Or, well, they're and just then I stasis. noticed that they were going, well, we don't know that yet. But yes, they are. Oh well, oh well, they're they, all in cryo tubes. Yeah, it mentions it. It's oh, okay. like I didn't it's know all they, like I didn't know they mentioned. Yeah, because it goes stasis, um, blah blah blah, a cargo or person secure, yada yada yada, and it, it does mention something as they're taking them off the ship. Yeah, I was just like, I again, I was like typing as a lot of these things are going. I was still shocked by the lemon situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they get ported in, and then we a uh, couple minutes pass by, and we see that. They are now put in these tubes of where they are chambered in with an individual Xeno egg. Yeah. And, yeah, that's and, about that. And that I just, out, I guess. Uh, okay, now keep this in mind because I'm going to bring this up a little bit later. Okay. So we see a total of eight people. Okay. At first, when they're wheeling them in, you only see four. And then when they're all in the tubes, there's eight total okay. that we see get face-hugged, okay? Yes. So just keep that in mind. I s- there's eight people. Okay, there's eight people. Yes. The next scene is uh, <clears throat> Ripley has basketball skills 26 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, and she starts kind of kind of flirting with... Uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird flirt. With Ron Perlman's character. Yeah. Uh, I just refer to him as Hellboy the whole time because I... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think his name was like Donner or something. Oh, whatever. Uh, and then he tries to like feel her up, kind of thing. And then he, she takes the ball, bounces it between her legs, and shoots him right into the balls. Yeah. <laughs> and it was honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen in an alien movie. It was pretty funny. Uh, and then, then uh, I said, "Black Assassin" hits Ripley with the end of a weight. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, she just that? takes it right to the face and doesn't even flinch. Uh, and then uh. Then she walks away like a badass and takes the ball and throws it over her head and it lands into the basket. And you know what? I'm like, fun, oh my god! Fun fact about that: I'm not sure if they did it in one take, but she did that in real life. There's no like CGI or I'm cut sure. or anything I'm like sure. that. I, I, she, I believe it. And then when it cuts to Ron Perlman, when he looks, he starts laughing, and they had to cut his scene because they were like, <laughs> "Dude, you can't laugh," because he was so astounded by the fact that he, that she made it <laughs> that he started laughing. And it, it, that had to be the first time. Yeah, because I I want to say it was in one take. She, and I she think, just. Did it? Yeah, I think she. I because the way she looks, she looks as if because she, she starts to have a shit eating grin on her face. Yeah, and I think she doesn't think it's gonna happen, and she just goes, turns around, takes it, starts walking away, and I don't think that that probably wasn't even in the script. She probably just turned around, walked away, smiled, 
threw it over there and it just went in the basket. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, it was one of those things where it's just like a one in a million shot and and she just happened to hit it and it was like perfect. But we notice Ripley was bleeding out of her nose. Yes. The blood on to the floor. Something's happening to that Yeah, blood. it has corrosive properties, uh, you would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Not quite acidic, but it melts things. A little bit after that, uh, 28 minutes in, we get an orgasm foot rub. Oh, yeah, and that's when we see the pu- the captain and the other pilot. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, man, this is all we're seeing. Yeah, I was I was kind of <laughs> yeah, I was kind of sad because that chick was pretty hot and she had pretty pretty nice body. <laughs> <laughs> but like, who cares? She had no any both of them didn't have anything to do with this whole fucking film. Yeah. Uh and then while that's happening, while the orgasm foot rubs happening, uh Ron Perlman Oh, uh, yeah. Black Assassin's Creed and, and Call. Uh, yeah, cuz uh, yeah, cuz everybody's missing, doing... what is her name? Call. No. Winona Ryder. Yes. <laughs> cuz I didn't want to see Scorty yeah. Weaver again. Yeah, cuz they're cuz they're all doing something cuz like They're per- watching QVC for guns. Yeah, cuz like Perez <laughs> is shining his boots. I wrote them all down just for some reason. And wheelchair guys finding parts and ammo. Wheelchair but guys. but yeah, those yeah, cuz I don't I No, I re- Reese. No, the thing was, the thing was I started writing wheelchair guy. And then I just referred to him as wheelchair. And then that's what I did. I was just like, I started getting tired of typing it all, so I just started typing wheelchair. Um, oh, yeah. man, that's so terrible. Um, but, yeah, as they're watching QVC for guns, they're drinking, and then Call's like, what'd you put in this battery acid? And then Ron Perlman's like, only for color. <laughs> I was like, that's that's a very Ron Perlman line. Right yeah. too. He, he was probably the, in my personal opinion, I think he was like the highlight of this movie. Honestly, I think he had a better character than Sigourney Weaver did. Well, Rip, yeah, Ripley's different in this one, Ripley, and we can, we can talk about it okay, at, at towards the, the end, end <laughs> because I don't, I don't want to get too much into her character until we finish like, uh, talking about the movie. So they cut to the fact that uh, Man Bun has... Oh, right. A, he goes into a cell block full yes. of xenomorphs. Yes. And then he gets really, like weird with them yeah he's he kind starts of kissing the glass i'm like what yeah the he's kind of being like here? it like i think it and this is really funny too because like hr giger who designed the xenomorphs like a lot of his art is like i think gothic. we mentioned this in the first episode or you, the first alien yeah i think so too yeah it. how his his artwork is like gothic and sexualized right and very like it's it's just very like promiscuous and so i think i think joss whedon was trying to take a a note from that a little bit in this movie because there are a couple other scenes that we'll see later that i want to point yeah, out I, I, um, that are kind of weird yeah but this this one is one of them where essentially he's like making out with the alien through the glass and then it freaks him it, it scares him yeah and then he he's an asshole and then he blasts him with this like Snow ray, yeah. like snow smoke it's or like whatever. Liquid nitrogen of some sort or uh, something. Like I wrote that. kissing the glass of the xenomorph, it scares the guy and then he gasses it. Yeah. Uh it tries to attack again, but he try he puts his hand over the top of yes. it, but it learns. Yeah, and he's they learn Clever quickly. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's very smart. Uh, and then I just started re- referring to Winona Ryder as WR in my <laughs> notes. <laughs> and so, uh, Winona Ryder throws boxing gloves. Now, did you notice when she takes the boxing gloves off in, cause she has them and then she spills the drink. Yeah. And then, uh, Ron Perlman and Black Assassin's Creed 
uh, yell at her. Yeah. And then she takes the boxing gloves and throws it. She hits the camera. She did, yeah. And I was like, are you fucking and, kidding me? And, they left that in there? And I think she spilt one of, she spilled one of the other drinks, but I think she was supposed to spill both of them. Oh. And she hits the camera because I think she missed. I think well, that's what happened. Well, if you notice – Ron Perlman doesn't. Ron Perlman freaks out the most, but uh-huh. his drink doesn't get spilled. Well, then that's what I was gonna say. Then yeah. he hits it off the table, and then the other guy's like, "God damn it, man! Like, why'd you do that?" You know, and he starts freaking out. And yeah. it's like I think Winona Ryder was supposed to hit both of them. Why do they take that in one shot? I I don't know. That's that so might have been weird. that might have been one of the special edition shots because I don't remember that being in the original cut. I if mean, I I've don't. never seen either one, so yeah, I don't. I don't recall that scene too well. Uh, but that's thirty-three minutes in the film. If yeah. You see that oh, I forgot to mention earlier. What well, I guess it's going to come up here in a second because as she walks away, she goes to break into uh, yep. a cell block. Yep. Ripley cell block to be yep. specific. And in order to get into the doors, she uses a spray. But this spray is based on somebody's breath. What was the? Uh, oh yeah, because they they mentioned that that's what's how they use they use uh they use like breath yeah so like general perez what was that candy where they you spray it was like essentially sugar in a bottle and you sprayed it it was sour i know those airheads i know what you're talking about it it might be uh that's what they look like they look exactly like that and i'm like first off how did you get all of that right (laughs) like like, where did (laughs) Where did that happen? Yeah, because it's General Perez's breath that she ends up using. And and earlier in the movie, which is when I forgot to mention it, because I did write it down, that it's like, oh, they use breath to open doors. That's weird. Yeah. And so it's like your breath can change based on what you eat, based on your health. Like, it's never the same. So how is that an accurate (laughs) method? And then she ends up spraying, like, three or four of them, and it's like, try again, try again. Then she sprays one, and it's like, oh, hello, General Perez. And it's like, how'd you even get his breath scent in a bottle? Well, nevertheless, do you see how big those things are? Oh, yeah. She has a lot of whatever that means. She has, a keychain of them. Yeah, she has a (laughs) janitor-style breath container. I thought they were keys at first, and then she takes it out, and they're clinging around, then she starts spraying them. I'm like, what the fuck? So, so like you mentioned, uh, Winona Ryder <laughs> walks yeah. in, gets into the thing, sees uh, Ripley, and is about to kill her. She wakes up, says like, "Ooh, what are you doing?" And then she go. Then Ripley decides, "Fuck your knife," and takes the knife and stabs her own hand with yeah. the knife. And so there's just a there's just a knife in her hand. Yeah. And it's smoking. <laughs> yeah, because she's because uh, she calls like, "Oh, I can give you one out." Like, because she realizes that the queen's been taken out of her, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta go find it and kill it." But I can, I can kill you. I can give you an out, whatever, if that's what you want. And she's like, "What makes you think I would let you do that?" As she's stabbing her hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and then uh, Call does mention to her that it's been two hundred years since Ellen Ripley had died, um, and that she's just a clone. And then uh, you're not real. Yeah. None of this is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because because clone Ripley is kind of fucked in the head. Uh, like she's yeah. she's really we learn more about that later. Yeah. Uh, and then I wrote this is before uh, I knew all the other connections. But Ripley is acting a lot like a xenomorph right now. Yes. Um, so then they uh, they all she gets caught. Yep. In there. And then the rest of her crew gets thrown in there because they're like, hey, you should have been keeping track. Of, or, no, in a they're different in the, area. They're in, in the different. mess hall again. Yeah, they're in a mess hall. And they find out that, you know, she's she snuck around and did her deal. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, we didn't know. And then uh, 
So they're like, put the guns down. Oh, and yeah. He, this is they, dreads because he's, yeah. Yeah, because he puts his hands up and it shows the guns. And he's like, put the guns down. And he's like, dude, I can't put the guns down. They're like, you know, they're attached to me. He's like, yeah. fuck you, put the guns down. And then he looks up and then he just shoots and it ricochets off a light fixture and shoots yeah. the dude behind him in the head. Here's the thing. I watched this movie with Nate. I'm going to give him a shout out here. And uh, he goes, so much for that helmet. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what the fuck was the helmet for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it makes like, no <laughs> sense. There, There's a funny part in this, too, like right before um, they start actually firing on each other. So this one guy comes up behind Ron Perlman's character and pushes him in the back with the gun. So he turns around, grabs the gun from him, and goes, don't ever fucking touch me, and then throws <laughs> the gun back to <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, I remember that. It was pretty <laughs> good. So funny, because I was just like, like, with the speed that you did that, if everybody else would have acted, you guys would have been out of that situation, no problem. But, but, you know, I guess it was for a good you know, a good laugh or whatever. That was, was definitely pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 forgot I really enjoyed Ron Perlman's character in this movie. Um. So, then we get cut into the cell again. Yes, and we see two. We see three xenomorphs. Yes, and they're talking to each other, like velociraptors for some reason. Yeah, and then they just like agree to just kill this one. And the yeah, and the, the poor little one. He's all like, eek, eek. yeah, you know, he's like, freaking out. He's like, what are you guys doing? And what then he, doing? and then the xenomorph just bleeds right through the thing. Yep. Now Here's keep that in mind. One dead. Here's my thing. How do they not know it wasn't going to fucking bleed through the cell? They've been studying these things. How do they not comprehend that, see, that yeah. they should have, I don't know, maybe readjusted themselves so that it didn't bleed through the goddamn cell? Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, why don't the scientists have them in single cells? Like, why are there three of them in one cell? You know, because because it's not necessarily that they didn't know that they had acidic blood, but I'm I'm assuming they didn't think like oh they'll kill their own you know which xenomorphs will definitely kill their own if they have to i mean we've seen it done in other movies and well it's like even if you don't even think about it as xenomorphs hive minds will do that in order to make the better good of the colony right like ants do that termites do that they will kill their own in order to progress the rest of the colony yeah like you should have thought of that you fucking geniuses well, i like, mean ripley <laughs> called it they're all gonna die <laughs> so, uh, so one xeno's dead so by our calculations that should be seven xenos left now i wanted to mention the other gun that was used in that little battle sequence that all of the rest of the crew is going in ron perlman in his vodka thing oh that's is right a gun itself because that's why it went off that's right and he's yeah. like it's a combination of my own creation or whatever early on and i was like because then he just aims with it and it shoots and it blows a yeah. hole out of the back of it i'm like oh my god i totally forgot about that yeah because he pulled he pulls out basically the trigger portion of it and then as he shoots it yeah it's like a shotgun in a in a mini can kind of thing yeah uh then back in the cell uh a guy with a gun goes and check the cell oh well don't forget that the the scientist is taken first because he walks in right after that happens, and then they grab him and pull yes, him down the right, hole. Yes, that's right. So think, that's that's man, that? that's man Bun, Stephen Dorff's character. And then the other I guy comes into down. the cell like immediately after that. Yeah, and then uh, he uh, then the xenomorph is on the other side yeah. and presses the button and then freezes the guy, and then you see his arm get broken off and whatnot. Yeah, it, that, and that death was pretty gruesome. Like that dude froze, and he was, his skin was falling off and stuff, and he got stuck to the wall, and his arm broke. Um, and then... I just want to say that we're 
it's presumed that the others, the Xeno, the two Xenomorphs that broke out went and freed a bunch of the other Xenomorphs. Okay, because because we hear a bunch of people fighting and shooting Xenomorphs and stuff like that. How? But that's the thing is we don't know. Like apparently they went and freed them because there's more than just those two running around. Yes. So 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 how many do we have now? We have seven. To, Based on what we saw, okay. we have seven. Okay. Okay. Now, see, I don't know where this is going to lead up, so I'm yeah, see, to dude, oh, oh, my God, dude. Here. I am so mad about, like, it. it oh, okay, God. so all of a sudden, Father starts going, evacuation. Yes. And everyone's evacuating. Uh, wheelchair man is nowhere with the group anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, how, was he not, I guess he was shining his shoes, but why is he not with the rest of the group? Anyway, uh, maybe that was explained earlier. I just didn't pay attention to that. Uh, he gets face to face with xenomorphs, and he starts shooting them, and acid blood starts falling down because he's shooting them in a grate, yeah. and the acid blood is falling down. And it he, burns his legs, and, and he's the like, coolest part, ah! Ah! and then he takes his finger, and he's like, ah! and then he puts, and then what drips on his ear, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's gonna die. By the way, spoiler alert, because we're spoiling the whole movie, so fuck that. He he survives this. How can we never see that? those burn marks ever again oh i i i think well one was behind his ear and then the other one was on his pant leg in his leg so, it went through his leg though. yeah and then one so, was on his fingers yeah and then he had the, the like when he touched it but i i don't know if after a little while it just stops being corrosive after a while it wears out because it does because in the first alien we see it cuts through maybe three or four levels and it stops and then later on in the movie, we will see another person get burned, but it doesn't burn completely through them. And then also, well, but in previous entries, we've seen the alien or the blood just like eat through people. So I'm not really sure. It didn't look like it was purely blood. It looked kind of like it was thinner than normal acid blood, but it might have just been different because it's a more modern movie. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. They never really mention it again. So everyone's evacuating. Oh, sorry. And, oh, go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. Nope, I just nope. want to. I just want to mention that. I'd rather you cut me off before I continue down the oh, path. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I just want to mention it was really cool too when he's because when he's getting checked for weapons when they initially come in he he scans them and he's like you want to check the chair and then the guy's just like get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah. and and then when he's underneath this grate when the aliens walking above him he. T- basically takes all these pieces off of his chair and assembles a fucking shotgun. By the way, not hidden at all. Yeah, it they're, was like, like they were out, clearly out yeah, in the open. If you could notice that they were gun <laughs> yeah, parts. Yeah, especially the trigger part because yeah, it was so like, clearly visible. Dude, no, because it's like right on his side. Yeah. It's, and it's like, and one the of the pieces off. is right on the side that the guy was standing yes, on. Yes, yeah. Like, oh so he, and I think that's why he thought it was funny because when he says it, he's kind of got a smirk on his face and then the guy's like, get out of here, you know, and he's like, I told him to check the chair, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's probably what he's thinking. But he puts this gun together, and fucking when he gets burned on the ear, he turns around and he's just like, "I'll put holes in you, motherfucker!" And he just starts blowing this this uh, <laughs> alien away. And I think he kills that one. If I'm now, not mistaken. Now here's the other deal: is that two different xenomorphs? Oh no, it was the same xenomorph. So he get- blasted one, it bled, and then didn't it, do anything, it- and then he shoots it again yeah because i think it was crawling above him trying to get away and that's why he had to turn around to start shooting it again because i oh, don't so think he shot it and then it was trying to run away and then yeah. he shot it again okay. yeah because okay. all that kind of ha- it it seems like it happens really slow but i think it's supposed to be happening like all in real time you know okay. so it's like it bled on him and then we see his reaction as the alien's supposed to be running over him then he turns around shoots the alien then i think he ends up killing that one if i'm not mistaken so now we're down to six yes okay yes evacuation's happening 
and everyone's getting in escape pods and leaving. Yes. One escape pod, the last one, more specifically, <laughs> yeah, dude. gets utterly just trampled into by another xenomorph. Yeah, I love how it crawls up the side, just <laughs> jumps in. So the general takes a uh wait. Let's see. It was- Oh, okay. Nope. Okay, I see what that is. He takes a grenade, he rolls it into yes. the thing, goes in, launches the escape pod, la- the escape pod gets launched out, and then explodes in space. And I was like, that's kind of cool, seeing a grenade explode in space. Yeah. Um, so that so that's happens. Three Xenos down. Okay, so now we're at five. Five Xenos, okay. yes. Then the general gets mini-mouthed, and he, then he yeah, pulls dude. behind his head and pulls out a piece of his brain. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's metal. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what, and that's so funny because the first time I saw this movie, I was like, dude, like I was not expecting that. Because usually when they get eaten or whatever or, or brained or whatever, they don't really react like that. Like, But maybe it was because it was in the back of his well, skull. Well, it didn't go through, so he's technically still alive. Yeah. So his brain's still conscious, so he like felt it. And then he looked at Yeah, him. it reminds me of like a scene from Hannibal. You know? <laughs> Here's another thing that happened, though. Why is the pilot by himself? I never found out why that happened. Oh, Why oh. did he get separated from the rest oh, of the group? I can tell you exactly what happened. So, okay, so the crew is running through the corridors trying to get back to the Betty. And, um, and wheelchair's still off wherever he's at. <laughs> okay. The, the Captain Deep voice is running, and as they're running, he, he hears something down a hallway. He stops for a second and then looks and notices that there's another gun laying on the floor because he's already got two guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that part. I, I have that. So he sees that, and then the rest of the group goes on Yeah, the, the rest of the group's okay, still running. Cause that's he, what he, happened. Because I was like, yeah. dude, did I miss Cause he something was, entirely? Yeah, because he was the last one in line, and even one of the guys is like, come on, like, Ellison or whatever the fuck your name is. And, and <laughs> yeah, that's exactly he, the line they say. Yeah, and he, and <laughs> whatever the fuck your name is, come on, yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he even replies, he's like, yeah, as he's stopping, he sees the gun. Yep. He walks down the hallway, picks up the gun puts it over his shoulder, and then is like, oh, hey, look. And then he walks again, another and then there's pistol. another gun, yeah. and it's pistol covered in fucking drool. Yeah. And and lo and behold, what happens to him? Well, he stands on a grate, and he gets fucking pulled down through the grate because you see the, the alien's fingers come up through the thing. Oh, there is first a jump scare <laughs> with the pipe that does, like, uh, burst, yeah, and it's all like, you know. But uh, yeah, he's he basically just goes. To, he's just being greedy, and he's just trying to pick up some weapons. Yeah, and he ends up getting killed for it. Uh, yeah, and the crew finds a xenomorph uh, for the first time ever. Uh, Ripley then appears. This part so of the group, cool, and it's a xenomorph. Uh, is it looking at Winona Ryder? So, yeah, so, or is it okay? And so, then all of a sudden, yeah, go ahead, I guess. Oh, well, well yeah, because basically it, it's looking at her and then it it's like going to go, I think it's like walking towards her and then it hears something. Oh, yeah, because I was wondering, I was like, it looks down the tube, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks down in the grate. And then all of a sudden, it just gets blasted through the hole yes. that uh, the xenomorph caused when he when the xenomorph uh, bursted. Yeah, it's the, in the dude's chest. Yeah, like, there's the a hole through the guy's chest. Pilot. Yeah, and she puts the gun through the hole. That was bla- pretty cool. Blasts the xenomorph in the face and blows its head off, and then that's the fourth xenomorph kill. So now we are down to four. Yes. Now there were eight and, that began. Are, are we are we counting those right? There were eight that started? Yeah, there, okay, yes, yeah okay. because there was eight, eight passengers. Now, here's where I start having a problem. Because the crew encounters the xenomorph, Ripley kills the xenomorph, joins the group, and then they ask the doctor, the main doctor, because they're holding him hostage, I along with the down. military guy, 
How many more are there left? Oh, there's 12. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 12? I that, yeah. When did you guys start breeding them before that? Because uh, I remember seeing eight people, and they're the only people that you brought on the ship. So how is there 12 left? Because assuming this guy doesn't realize that the other three that have been killed have been killed, technically speaking, that one... So there should have been 11, or, well, then, I guess him saying 12 left, then there would have been in total 13. So where the fuck were the other five? Yeah, I mean, they could have, well, because the thing is, is like you can easily say, like, oh, they had eggs, because the queen could lay eggs, but the thing is, you need bodies right. in order to make the xenomorphs. And this is the only cargo that, the quote-unquote cargo Did that they Did they say brought. that? Did they say this is the first cargo? Yeah, because okay. because the one guy was like, where's the cargo? And he's like, oh, the cargo will be here shortly when they're looking at the alien queen the first time. Yeah. And he's like, it'll be here shortly, and then and she'll start laying eggs soon, because she hadn't even laid eggs yet. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I wrote that down, 12 more xenomorphs. Yeah, Xenomorphs on the ship. Absolutely no sense because there should be only four. And then Ripley says, by far, the worst oh, right. fucking yeah. line <laughs> I have ever heard Sigourney Weaver ever so say. So this is just continuing to ruin her character from ever the Ever say movie. this fucking movie. Oh, my God. Who do I have to fuck to get off this boat? <laughs> and then Ron and Perlman like, re- responds. He goes... Oh, I could get you off. Well, maybe not the boat, but. (laughs) 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 So at least he redeems it, but it's, but I totally agree with you, dude. It's, it was kind of an abrupt, weird line. Yeah, because it's literally like right after they are like doing this serious moment of how many of these fucking things are there. Yeah. And he's like 12. There are 12 more. And then all of a sudden Sigourney Weaver goes, well, and then the camera's now on her and she turns around and goes, who do I have to fuck to get off this yeah, boat? Yeah, she puts her like, hand on her hip. Like. And I'm like, what the? What are you? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, man? Because now, not only am I mad at the character, I'm mad at Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I'm mad at fucking Joss Whedon <laughs> because there are two people that this line went through, yeah. and they didn't do a goddamn oh, thing man, about it. Oh, man, it was the 90s, dude. That was a different time, huh? Who do I have to fuck Just to, to think, this, this was over 20 years ago, dude, oh when God. this movie came out. So anyway, we get more confirmation that Winona Ryder doesn't trust Ripley, yeah. uh, and then all of a sudden... Wheelchair guy shows oh, up. Oh wait, did, I don't know when I, that happened. <laughs> I just wa- I just want to mention one part real quick. Um, so uh, oh wait, I wrote down a lot of quotes here. Okay, go so, ahead, go ahead, uh, list them off. I have to do something. Oh okay, yeah. So um, right before they leave, so they group up or whatever, and then Winona Ryder's standing there, and Ripley rips the tongue out of one of the xenomorphs, and then hands it to. Winona Ryder and it's like, oh, it'll make a great souvenir. And then she's like, ugh, like, get this fucking thing away from me. But then as they're walking, um, they hear something about the ship is on its way. But, oh, that's right. They're talking to the doctor and the other military guy that they're holding hostage. And um, they're saying that because there's an emergency evac, the ship is on its way back to its home base, which is Earth. And it's going to take roughly about three hours um, to get there. Oh, a uh, wheelchair guy shows up <coughs> before the Earth thing says. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because I, I must have missed writing that down. Yeah, because Wheelchair Guy oh, is, I did is still it, yeah. alive, and then ship autopilots back to Earth, oh, that's home right. base, yeah. which is Earth. Because they get scared as they're walking down the hallway, and then, it pops uh, up in the elevator. Ron Perlman goes, yeah. Earth, man, 
What a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I don't want to go to fucking her. And then as they're walking, um, he's talking to Sigourney Weaver, and he says, hey, so uh, I heard you ran into these things before. So, like, what'd you do? And she's like, I no, don't. No, no, she says, she replies to that before. Those are two different things. Well, yeah, I just, I kind of cut oh, okay, it. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, she's like, That's okay. yeah, because she was just like, I did. And then he's like, well, so what'd you do? And she's like, I died. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then walks away with a smile, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ripley see. oh, yeah, so oh, she yeah. goes into a room and sees all the test tube babies. Oh, my God. That dude. are all sorts of fucked up and yes. gnarly. And um, so this is where we find the first seven clones. Basically, did you count seven? Uh, I I believe there are seven. I think so there's, there's six. The, there's six like that are the dead. weird short one. Yeah, there's the little baby. There's the eye on the back one. Yep. There's the one with the mouth on its face. There's the one. There's the one that's really close to the z that yeah. in the tube. Yeah. There's the xenomorph. Now my one. question is the one that we see on the bed that. That says, I think that's kill me. I think that's number seven. Now, is that where that line originated from? What line? The kill me, kill me, like that thing for, from from for, it being like a clone. Like, is that oh, where the joke originated from? It maybe. I don't know. I'm actually asking. I'm so not, I, yeah, because I'm, I'm not sure. It it might be because I know they'd make fun of that a lot in like a lot of movies. And yeah, stuff. whenever there's like a fucked up clone, or, they or always cartoons, say like, like South Park has done it a yeah, couple times. Because they're whenever there's like a messed up clone, they will yeah. always go like kill me. I I'm it might be. Who knows? I uh, I've never actually thought about it. But I wrote human xenomorph because that's the one with like. That's in the test tube. Yeah. Uh, Fifty nine minutes in, uh, you see uh, uh, Tetez and oh yeah, that's the, yeah. So that's number seven. Me. She's like naked on a table, and, and her then arms you, and legs are all fucked up. And then you see armpit hair, which I'm not really that was into, weird. Yeah, and I'm like, mm. they really made it like mm. realistic, like yeah. because because before because as she's like as Sigourney Weaver's character's looking at her, she like covers her up with like a blanket. She real only quick, covers, but it's just like, like the vagina. Part. Yeah, just basically her crotch. Yeah, and, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's cool. And then she, <laughs> I guess and, that's cool. And, and, and then Winona Ryder walks in with a gun, and then she fucking torches. Yeah, the place. I wrote Ripley lights that bitch up. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then Ron Perlman has another great quote here. Uh, so he's he's leaning on the door, watching everything burn. He goes, "What's the big deal, man? Fucking waste of ammo." Uh, must be a chick thing. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking funny, uh, But before that happens, uh, Winona Ryder punches the doctor guy. I thought I refer to him as a doctor, and then I refer to him as a soldier guy. It's the dude that, like... Yeah, he's like the head scientist, Okay, basically. so he is a doctor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we get introduced into the room where the people were, the, uh, where oh, all the right. chestburster stuff is. Yes. And uh, they meet a dude with glasses. Yeah. Uh, I didn't give this dude a oh, name. Oh, so I guess technically there should be only three xenomorphs because of what we find out here. Yeah, so one of them ha is still not hatched out of this dude. Yeah. And then Ripley flat out says, oh my there's God. a monster in your chest. And I was like, damn, that's dude, a spooky-ass line. It's such a cold thing because basically he's... And, he's well, and then he says... Who are you? And then Ripley goes, I'm the monster's mother. And yeah. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, because when they first find him, he he's like hysterical and he doesn't know what the hell's going on because he thought he was going somewhere else. And, yeah, and then and they start talking. He's yeah, like, what's inside me? Yeah, because one person's like, you, he, he's got one inside him. And then they're all like talking about what they're going to do with him. And he's like, what's inside me? What's inside me? And then eventually he's like, what's that fucking inside me? And he <laughs> freaks out. And then she says the whole like, there's a monster in your chest. And so in a few hours, it's going to burst through your ribcage and you're going to die. <laughs> and then he's just like, 
oh <laughs> like freaking out yeah, that, that sucks to be him yeah dude it, it like what it what a fucking cult and so i started calling him twitchy because um dreads he's basically like don't you get twitchy on me because they they're gonna take him with him uh, okay. uh to try to save him and they're they're basically gonna put him on ice before they get back to earth because they can surgically remove it at this point because now they're able to do that i guess and so <laughs> yeah and so they they call him twitchy or he says like don't get twitchy on me so that's why i start calling him from then on so uh ripley referred to herself as the mother of the xenomorphs and uh they start going and they're like all right we need to go this way yeah so they start going on the water yeah, they're and, in like the cooling tanks, I guess, or something. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna." Need, so yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed has to wear wheelchair as a backpack. He has to full on Yoda. That yeah, dude. yeah, because he can't get down there with his chair. And I wrote, "Here's the swimming level." Yep. <laughs> and then I I wrote, "They are under. They spend a long ass time yeah, underwater, dude." And I'm like, "Dude, they are under there for I." think like 20 minutes yeah if you timed it i almost I, did because after a while i was like so i held i always held my breath to see how long if it's oh, logistically yeah. able to for them to do that and i was like dude i'm getting i can't do this like yeah i, I would they, totally die because they say before they go under the water that they've got to cut through the kitchen which is 90 feet to a, like a freight elevator to get to a certain part of the ship where they can access the betty so so the one guy's like, Are you sure? And then the scientist's like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So as they're as they're <laughs> an asshole. Yeah. So as they're swimming through the water, it's like it feels like it's more than ninety feet and they're under the water for yeah, if it, like they're under the water for a long time because because as they're swimming and stuff, um, we see that there's two xenos falling. Them. Yep. Underwater so, xenomorphs an hour and eleven minutes in. Yes. And so um and then Ron Perlman ends up seeing one because I noted that the pilot chick was the last one in line because she takes a second to go swimming because she's just like, uh, but you know, she's missing her, her captain pilot guy and, and she's all sad. Boy. Yeah. And so she dives under like a couple minutes after everybody else. So she's trailing behind with two big guns on her shoulders, like fucking taking her time swimming. And it's like, why are you going so fucking slow? Like everybody's swimming super fast and you're just kind of trailing behind. So Ron Perlman notices that there's a Xeno behind her and fucking shoots a grenade. One moves out of the way and the other one gets blown up. So that six xenos down like i think in total because the one hasn't burst through that guy's chest yet so we, there should be only two xenomorphs left yeah the, technically speaking but apparently there's, there's more than, ten there, more. there's like 10 more yeah, yeah which makes no fucking sense but uh yeah i wrote xenomorph gets hot girl yeah uh, and it was sad too because the way she the, well too. the way she dies because she's almost there and then it just grabs her by the foot and pulls her as she's screaming yeah, <laughs> and she she goes fading into the darkness as Ripley's just kind of watching her yeah, float Ripley in watches the water. This happen. I'm like, yeah. what an and, asshole! And I think that's the xenomorph in her taking over because she's watching the xenomorph kill her, but she doesn't try to save her, but she doesn't really like react in any way, shape, or sort. Yeah. Like, uh, so they try to swim up, but it turns out there's this tarpy, tar- tapestry thing yeah. over the top of it, clearly indicating there's a nest right above them. Yeah, uh, which is so. weird because how did the eggs get there? Yeah, I don't know, man. That that part also confused me because the it's not like the queen. So the queen was apparently laying eggs, and the Xenos just went, got eggs, put them over there, and we're like, oh, yeah, they're surely going to come this way. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Uh, and then as soon as they bust open the netting area, uh, a facehugger immediately yes. jumps on Ripley. By the way, has no effect on her. Yeah. And I was like, what, what, what was... Wh- what? <laughs> it's yeah, happening I'm, I'm kind of confused by this right too. Now. 
I'm I'm wondering if the face hugger after it jumped on her because you notice how it loosened up when she was under the water, right? Like, because she went back under the water and she was struggling with it, and the tail came off. So I'm wondering if the face hugger could sense that she was part Zeno. Mm-hmm. That's that's my assumption. I'm I'm just assuming that's so. What it is. Uh, Ron Perlman then uh, decides to do exactly what uh, Assassin's Creed did earlier and uses the ricochet. Oh right, yeah. Wait, did Ron Perlman do this I, or did he do it again? It, it might have been him again. I can't. And re- he I can't uses remember. the ricochet of the reflection off of the lighting and it yeah. bounces off and blows up the eggs. And I'm like, I oh call, yeah, it was. I call again, bullshit yeah. on this one. Yeah. Because there's no way that those things wouldn't explode up on those rafters. Yeah, because they hit at just the right angle to yeah, bounce back I'm into. Like, one bounced into an egg, and another one bounced to the opposite side of the room, God, and it blew up all the eggs. Yeah, not not cool. Uh, so then they, they start climbing this shaft thing. Yep. There's uh, there's still a xenomorph coming after them uh, yeah. down in the water. Uh, when, uh, God damn it. Sigourney Weaver's still down in the water. Yes. And... Uh, then they start climbing, and I guess Sigourney Weaver had somehow loosened the thing and then got ahead of wheelchair guy in Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I guess, I guess she... Well, no, I think she loosened it up and, and ended up getting up like okay. right after... Because it was the Doctor first, then it was Call, and then it was and then it was Ripley. So I think Ripley got the thing off of her. Yeah, and then Ron Perlman's behind him, and then it's and then, uh, Assassin's Creed and, uh, yeah, and, and wheelchair, wheelchair guy. guy. Yeah. And so... They're climbing and whatnot, and then this, the doctor says, yeah. give me your gun, and uh, Winona Ryder hands the gun over, and then he's like, you trust too easily or whatever. And then you are shoots. far too trusting. Yeah, and then shoots Another her. Joss Whedon line. And I'm like, dude, what an asshole. Yeah, because he feigns like he can't break the glass to the door, and yeah, he's like, the glass won't, yeah, it won't break. Give me your weapon, and then calls like, okay, and <laughs> just fucking hands, hands their hostage a gun. Yeah, so, and then yeah. Uh, the xenomorph just full-on Shamu jumps out of that water yes. and, uh, and then does something that we have... Yeah. Never seen. Yes. Ever. So this is a new a new trick. A new trick in the whole franchise. Yep. In every single movie we've seen, we have never seen a xenomorph do this. And just Cobra spits acid at this yep. at the dude and just starts yeah, burning it, and melting it his It lands off. on the uh Dreads Black Assassin Creed guy. It and lands like, half on his oh, face. Man. Come on. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, come on. Like, I don't understand. I it kind of. I don't you know, understand why. Yeah, I forgot that that part happened, and and this is another and example of where the also, acid doesn't completely burn through his face. Also, really shitty CGI. Oh yeah. When this happens, yeah, it almost looks like. Yeah, oh, God, it doesn't even look like it's the same movie. <laughs> like now, it's just so badly done. Now here's the part. Now this is probably my biggest complaint about the movie. Um, so this whole scene, it it the alien jumps up and grabs his foot, right? Yep. Because after he gets his face burned, he slips and wheelchair guy grabs the ladder and he's holding on with both his hands, can't yep. use his legs. Acid dude. <laughs> so now acid dread. <laughs> well, I'm just I just want you know for for clarity's sake. I'm, I'm sure nobody realizes this, but you know, hey, PT Nation, he's he's uh, 
a paraplegic. So, or, I mean, they've they've very much <laughs> in, insinuated that the whole yeah. movie, but sure. So, so he's holding on with his legs, right? Holding on for dear life because as now Dreads is burnt, half burnt on his face, and the aliens holding on to his leg, and he's trying to shoot, or the wheelchair guy was trying to shoot, but his gun was jammed, and the other guy doesn't have a gun because he's like half burnt and kind of weirded out or whatever. Anyway. Ron Perlman bends down and does this cool backwards hanging off the ladder shoot misses scene. Every misses every fucking shot. shot until the very last shot where he hits the alien and the square in the forehead and <laughs> blows him up. So now there should technically be only one xenomorph left, but apparently there's nine. But anyway, that, that's besides the point. So, so now here's the part that I'm pissed off about. So Dreads starts he realizes like hey this thing's like falling or it's holding on to me i'm hanging on to this dude this guy's not gonna be able to hang on so i'm gonna cut myself loose and fall into the water so he does but he is he dead <laughs> like because <laughs> totally i'm because <laughs> i'm so confused by this because he's just got his face yeah burnt. yeah and clearly he's conscious enough yes. to know so so the thing is is what should have probably happened was then him he could have cut himself off, landed in the water, and then, and then crawled then came back, back up. up. But everybody screams like, Well, Dreads, where are you now? And, and, the thing is, and he the sinks other, into the water. And the, <laughs> and the other thing is, they're only like six feet in the air. Yeah. Like, they're not very high up no. right now. No, they're like maybe, it's like maybe one story. Yeah. Like, he, at and most. And he's going into water, yeah. so he's not going to get any hurt from this. Yeah. yeah no, so he I falls into the water, and it. apparently he's dead, <laughs> which which makes no <laughs> sense totally to me. And then, think about it. <laughs> and then immediately after this, so everybody's like, oh, my God, Dreads is dead. And then shh, the door opens up. Well, before and, that, before that, oh. before that, uh, Hellboy, uh, Ron Perlman leans back up after he kills the xenomorph and then he gets scared by a spider and then shoots it. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> and I was that. Like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's right. I totally forgot about uh, that. Uh yeah, and then I wrote BA unbuckles <laughs> black assassin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unbuckles himself from wheelchair and drops. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh Winona Ryder Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so so right. then the door opens up and Winona Ryder's character standing there, right? And and we'll find out why in a minute, but for some reason but, an alarm is going off after this too. And I was like why is the alarm going off when she's opening the door, but when the where the fuck did the doctor guy go? He he ran off somewhere, but but this No, he opened the door. Well, he opens the door later. Like a different door. He he's gone. Like the no, 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 no. Oh, well he a, he opens the door, runs yeah. off and shuts the door and locks it. Why but why did it not why did the alarm not go off when he opened it? Oh, because I think he's the one who set off whatever it was. Okay. Like I, I'm not, okay. I'm not sure. I didn't even notice the alarm. Yeah, to the be alarm. Honest. The alarm starts going off because it's supposed to build suspense of like, oh, who's gonna be behind the door? Oh. And then behind the door is Winona Ryder, and you're like, yeah, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, because because this is the the p other part that I have a gripe with. How the fuck did she get there? Because she fell in the water when she got shot. Yes. So where did she swim to get up to that next level yes. that they couldn't have gone in the first place? I don't know. Yeah, it's like if she found another path, why didn't they just go that way to begin with? Uh, because it was the only path said by doctor. So I guess the doc. <laughs> so I, I can only assume the doctor was leading them into a trap, and he had to have known that the eggs were there. Probably. But what an asshole! But even then, when they got to that part, the doctor didn't realize that they were there because he was trying to get to the thing or whatever. But as soon as that happens, this then whole we, scene makes no fucking then sense. Then we see milk blood an yes. hour and twenty minutes into this, and then I was it really turns weirded out. That out. Winona Ryder's an android. Yeah, what I was really weirded out was why did Ripley like 
finger her holes. Yeah. I guess, like, I guess just to see the milk blood. I'm like, what in the fuck and, is wrong with you? You know what this thing is. And, like, I, and then, okay, so, and also, too, I want to just mention, so the guy who's playing the soldier that's tagging along with them I now. I wrote another quote down. So, oh, okay, yeah, because I. <laughs> oh, yeah, we totally forgot to add that there's, like, this yeah. random soldier following them. Right yeah, because he's, like, one of the last survivors. I think his name was, like, DeSoto or DeSantos or something like that. He, he plays a character in Breaking Bad in, like, the end of season one. I think he plays, like. Tito or something like that. Tito but, or or Tyrone that's never, or, that's or Tyrone. Tuco. It was Tuco. Tuco. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Tuco. He plays Tuco. But it was funny because when they when they're talking about Winona Ryder being an android, they discover that she's a second generation android, and the guy freaks out and he's like, "You're an Auton, a robot built by robots. Whoa! I never thought I'd see one in real life." And it's like, dude. <laughs> Calm the fuck yeah, dude, down. Any more excitement? Like, you'd ha- you 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 knew he pulled a stiffy on that one. Yeah. Like speaking of weird. a stiffy, uh, Ron Perlman then says, uh, "Oh something yeah, on this one too." <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, oh god, I accidentally backed out. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, can't believe I almost fucked you. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, and then uh, the random glasses guy goes. You uh yeah like you never fucked a robot <laughs> or so or no no wheelchair says that yeah yeah wheelchair says that and I like that was pretty good sick burn <laughs> uh and then um so and then I wrote down xenomorph still hasn't popped out of this guy yet oh yeah because because basically um Sigourney so after they find Is out it a still born <laughs> so I'm I- waiting for. <laughs> After they find out um, Call is a an android, they basically patch her into the system so they can unlock a bunch of doors, get the ship started, blah blah blah. And then uh, this, so Twitchy is trying to open a door with them with a couple of the other guys, and then he starts starts feeling it, but it still hasn't oh, burst. He's feeling it. it, yeah, like it still hasn't burst out of his chest, which is kind of odd. Like it's like a late bloomer xenomorph, but like it's remember, the runt of the group. Remember, he was infected at the same time, at the same time as the others. And has not only he's maybe been traveling with these guys for like the last like hour and a half. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, it's come and it's now. it's really strange that it hasn't Still broken out of him yet. But <laughs> uh, then uh, Ripley and Winona Ryder have a moment. And yeah, whatnot. existential talk about dreams and memories. And uh, she can't remember Newt's name. And I'm like, what? yeah, which is kind of sad, mother. Yeah, because Ripley's got some memories of her past life, but she doesn't remember. She can remember like, a, lot. a girl. She cannot remember Newt. Yeah. Uh, what does it say? So. Oh yeah. So no matter how bad the dream is, I wake up and it's worse. That's yeah. A quote from Ripley. That's when they're walking away. Yeah. Um. And then uh. Oh yeah. So, so we're so coming. Yeah, we're- Hellboy says, says this, or Ron Perlman says this to Winona Ryder. He goes, kill you. Does that not compute or Yo, do I have yeah. to draw you a schematic? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I, I forget why they were arguing, but essentially, yeah, he was getting pissed off at, at her character. He said another line before that, too, and I thought it was really good, but I for, it was so long I couldn't write it down. But yeah, I, I was going to write all He was all going down, but, off yeah. on multiple Android jokes, and I thought they were hilarious. Yeah. So I snagged one of them. Uh, Ripley, oh yeah, so yeah. Ripley's walking with the rest of the crew as they're running or doing whatever the Yeah, they're just trying doing. to get away at this and point. And then she falls, d- no, she jumps she, down. Well, no, so at first she stops and, and starts 
like leaning over the grate all weird. She's like, I can hear them. I feel them near us. Yeah. And she starts the freaking out. Near us. Yeah. And then the grate opens and she just kind of drops down like into it. Yeah. Um, and then when the rider walks over and looks down in the yeah. pit. And then there's this weird. I, I basically put. They have a weird alien orgy because there's oh, a bunch of. I wrote Ripley lands in a xenomorph ball pit. <laughs> yeah, because because I guess now now but, when I, you look in this pit, you can see a bunch of tails. Yeah, but then some of them, it's just like a black mass. It's right, not all xenomorph. Down yeah, there. it's really strange. It's like she kind of gets sucked into this weird like v- vaginal opening, <laughs> like, for lack of a better description. Because essentially she's laying there. There's a couple it's xenomorphs. Devil snare. Yeah, and they're like kind of twitching and dancing around her, and she's all like, oh, oh. You yeah, know? she's having this and very then, like yeah. euphoric like Yeah, like she's moment. connecting with them, I guess. And yeah. then she sinks down into this like hole, and then it cuts to her. <laughs> like, Where is she going? She's like, yeah, because then it, then it, well, it cuts away from her real quick, and then the twitchy comes up to Winona Ryder and is like, we got to go. We just got to hope that it's a quick death. And then they run off. And then <laughs> it, like, fuck her. We got to go. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then it cuts back to Ripley, and she's like hugging a xenomorph, yeah, like xenomorph caressing is it. carrying Ripley. Yeah. And she's totally cool with it. Yeah, and she's all like hugging it and like caressing it. And it's like basically like, at the first, the very first time I saw this movie, I thought they were fucking. Like, oh, really? It, okay. it looked like they were basically having sex because of the way the alien's holding her yeah. and like. It, it, I think it's oh you walk- thought she was like full on yeah because right because into it, her. because the way the aliens walking these aliens have like the, the like T Rex feet thing. That's which is thing. different their hands were different too yeah they, they had were like more the weird aquatic. yeah they had the weird long middle fingers yeah they were and, like, webbed fins as and, opposed yeah. to like the original xenomorphs are just fingers yeah and and then they have weird like weird bipedal feet like T Rex feet instead of like the normal human style feet like they typically do and uh, or like human style legs i mean and then uh yeah and so when the way it walks and it shuffles back and forth i thought they were humping see, see i thought that for a split second but then i noticed in the background that the scenery was moving yeah yeah and i was like oh they're just walking yeah it but took me a couple carrying, times to notice that but it was just weird that he's where he's carrying her yeah what is she doing being dragged onto the floor sigourney weaver's like six foot yeah so Whatever. it's 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 a really strange scene. Uh, just, the main ugh. ship is almost to Earth. Yes. Uh, the Doctor. Ooh, whoops! That's a little too much. Uh, oh. So yeah, they're on the they're on the uh, cruiser ship. Yeah, they get to the Betty. Yeah, and uh, everyone, the rest, everybody except Ripley is on that ship. Correct. And then all of a sudden. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, go close the thing. And so they start walking, and then all of a sudden they see the doctor is there yes. now. And he's like, don't you fucking move. I'll blow yeah, her head he's, off. He's holding I'll blow this calculator's head off or whatever he says. Yeah, <laughs> then, he's holding her hostage. Yeah, and then, uh, which, by the way, how does he know that she's robotic? Well, I he think. He wasn't with her. Yeah, I'm assuming just for the fact that she's alive again, that he knows oh. that she's a synth. Because, because at one point. Oh no, no, I know what it was. Is when she he was, shot you it, point blank. I saw it. What That's it, what Ripley said. <laughs> what it was was when she was tapped into the computer, he was trying to get to the Betty and he goes That's to right. open a door and then she she stops him and she's all like, Father's dead, asshole, and then shuts the door and then she's like, All aliens report to level one. Doctor Wren on level one. All aliens report to level one. But and then he runs is, is away like, real you quick. I don't know that she's a droid. She could be at a control panel. That's well, I, well I, don't I, know. I think well, okay, and so I think I'm pulling a lot of hair here, but you know. Well, actually, now I think 
I think that's why the siren was going off because I think when the doctor escapes after he shoots call the first time, I think he does something to set off the alarm and starts an override system because then the siren's going off, I guess, when she comes back. So I think it's his fault, and that's why they can't access anything. That's why they have to patch her in manually because they can't open the doors. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then the infected guy starts going into dude, motions. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. This part's he, cool, It dude. is very cool. Uh, yeah, so he starts going into convulsions, and uh, then he stands up, gets, like, Five shots yeah. pumped into him from the uh, from the dude, and then he like punches him and hits him, slams him on shit. Uh, like the the glasses start slamming the the doctor and whatnot, and then he picks him up by the head, and the chest burster bursts yeah. out and just goes right through the dude's head, and then the rest of the crew just open fires yeah, on dude, it. So, so like, cool. oh my god, what's happening? That's right probably now? one of the coolest deaths in all of these uh, movies. Yeah, if I was to go down, I'd want, I'd probably do that. Uh, he starts, yeah, he starts to beat the shit out of the guy. The dude grab, yeah, yeah. he grabs and the dude and the chest shot burst to pieces. To uh, and then an hour and 35 minutes in, we get to see the queen's nest. Yeah. Now, here's what was weird about this. Why is the queen on her back? Okay, so the scientist explains this as they're as they get to the scene. Okay, okay. so so Man Bun, um, yep. who got taken at the very beginning of the film, he's they down there escape. for some reason. Yes. So so this is essentially so the aliens when they when they take people, they use them for nesting and and breeding purposes. So they stick them to the walls, as we've seen. And so they did the same thing with with a few of the people that they had caught. Some of the scientists. He's awake. So at this point in time. Um, Typically, they would have been face-hugged, but because of the genetic manipulation that they've done with Ripley and the Queen, he's talking about, oh, it's a second cycle birth, so what Ripley has given to the Queen as her quote-unquote gift is a human reproductive system. Uh, so the Queen is on her so back. So why the fuck are the eggs around? So so the very first, so that's and that's why he's saying it's a second cycle. So at first, she lays her eggs. And then after she laid a finite amount of eggs, I guess, then she she started incubating an actual baby inside of her like ovipositor what? or whatever. What? So yeah, so she's what? yeah, it's really that weird. Makes so zero sense. Yeah, so he's like, so now all that's left is her womb and this baby. And and so then, first off, <clears throat> if they killed all the xenomorphs and then blew up that thing, like the egg sac. Uh huh. The queen wouldn't be able to lay any more eggs. Correct. Yeah, That's because some dumb be, shit. Yeah, because now <laughs> because now the queen has a human like reproductive system, I guess. Yeah, so, that's not really cool. Yeah, and so that's why she's laying on her back, and then and then essentially she gives birth to a baby alien. Uh, actually, she gives birth to an hour and thirty six minutes. What I call a, a humanomorph. Yeah, a, yeah, and the humanomorph then just. Beats the shit out of the queen. Yeah, dude, it rips her jaw off. Man. And I was like, like whoa! Yeah. And it's a pretty disgusting looking baby. Oh, like, it's wow. Weird it's so looking. gross. And then it has like human eyes, yeah. sort of, like these black eyes. So yeah, it like, looks at it's it. It's like, like got a part dog. human skull. It's oh, got a weird man. little twitchy nose. And then it likes Ripley. Yeah. And then licks her. Yeah, because the scientist says, "Oh, it thinks you're it's, you're its, it's mother. mother." Yeah, and he calls it a beautiful, beautiful butterfly. Yeah, because as it emerges out of yeah. the burst out of the the, yeah. the essentially the <laughs> yeah, <'cause> over <laughs> like I don't know the ovipositor. Yeah, because yeah, I wrote that gross. quote. He goes, "You are a beautiful, beautiful butterfly." 
it. That's oh how he says it. So weird and creepy. Uh, but and then yeah, the dude tells walks to come over. over. Yeah. yeah, and then like, just come takes on. a come huge here. ass chunk out of his head. <laughs> yeah, just bites his head. And I'm like, and then they show it, and then it's yeah. just like seeping blood yep. out of it. And I'm like, dude, it looks like a gauntlet. Yeah. Oh man. So then, ri- yeah, Ripley takes off. <laughs> yep. She's and like, nope. She's like, shit, 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 and like running down the down all these hallways. Yep. And uh, and then she does. The long jump. Yep, because the, the, the Betty's long jump. Yep, the Betty's pulling out of the station and calls like, "Oh shit, Ripley!" So then they open the the hatch again, and then Ripley fucking jumps on, and she even goes, Aah! "Yeah," but does the whole thing, yep. the whole cinematic shot. Yep. Uh, and then the we, humanomorph. Oh wait, we get a really good quote here too. Okay, I just want to say. Quote, yeah. So so as she's walking in, Ron Perlman goes. I thought you were dead, and she goes, "Yeah, I get that a lot." Yeah, it's <laughs> so cool. And then uh, <laughs> wheelchair is all mad yep. and really stressed out because he doesn't know how to fly the pi- fly the ship. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so Ripley gets on there, and they're like, "You know how to fly this ship?" And then she's like, "Yeah, yeah, like, this piece of shit's older than I am." Yeah. <laughs> and then they start flying away, um, and then. It says, can't leave. The door is open. And so Winona Ryder goes back to try and close the door. Yep. And then the humanomorph is on the board, which I'm like, wait, the door closed when it wasn't on that side. So how is it on yeah. the other side of the door? And then does this like, oh, help you. And then yeah. closes the, the door yeah, for Winona Ryder. I'm like, but. But assuming it ran as fast as Ripley, if but, not faster. But they're in that room when they land and it closes to that level. So the, the well, thing well, is, is it would have had to jump exactly at the same time right, as Ripley. Exactly. And they just didn't notice that. Yeah. Like it had to, it basically had to have shown up at the same time as Ripley unseen and, and gotten no into way the you ship. wouldn't be missing that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> because the thing is is twice as big as Ripley. Like it's it's like ten feet tall. Yeah. And it's huge. And there's no way it could run that fast, not based on its the way it looked. Like there's no way it could have run yeah. that fast. So but, somehow yeah, some, it ends up on the ship. But uh it also decides to give like this pet like smile in helping Winona Ryder yeah. close the door. Yeah. And then I wrote uh then the military guy goes down there, the, the <laughs> yeah. and then just gets mushed yeah. uh, by the humanomorph. It, have you seen that? It, well, it's just like the ending scene in season four of Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, with Oberyn or whatever. And then I got shot skull like this. <laughs> you know, it's like same, he died the same way. The the hum, humanomorph or whatever put, his, put her hands on his skull, fucking just crushed it like a grape. I don't remember that. <laughs> it, you, oh, that's season four? You don't remember Oberyn? Oh, maybe that was early on. Yeah, yeah, when when right. the viper fights the mountain. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Y- yeah. 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 Same same style of death. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so Ripley goes da- back there and tries to like go, oh baby, this yeah. that, the other you know, and rub, and then she starts like doing the weird newt rub, and I'm like, dude, this is so. Weird. Yeah, she's basi- she's basically like caressing yeah, and the then, alien. And then she takes her hand and glides it over the teeth and cuts yeah. herself. And I'm like, okay, I know what you're doing, but what? Yeah. <laughs> and then takes her uh, blood and then does this like flick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm like, first off, bullshit. There's no way that you, you're like, you're a good 
10 feet away from that window and it's the size of like a porthole yeah and there's no way you were able to splash blood in that perfect area anyway it starts melting and corroding the glass and then um the uh acid blood to open the window and it begins to get sucked out through a tiny hole yeah and drains into space i'm like dude this is so messed up it is pretty gruesome like because like at first she starts the alien starts getting sucked out and then it starts pulling away but then it gets stuck again and it's well like, and then all of like the, the guts like the fat yeah. gets sucked into that hole and I'm like dude yeah calm and then down. and then her body just like splits open and then all the guts start pouring out and then all of a sudden it's just like bones <laughs> yeah last thing is the skull and then it yeah. crushes into itself and goes through uh, then at this moment um. We the ship is impacts into Earth. This part just fucking explodes. And this part's fucked, dude, because it lands in South Africa, and it has the it has like the amount of explosion of like several nuclear explosions. Well, also, firstly, this is done terribly CGI, uh, be, because it's like the ship like gets closer, and closer, and then it just disappears and it blows up. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> and an just like an explosions in the spot of where it was. But I'm like, okay, what? First off, the plan of if this happens, it's supposed to go back oh, to Earth. Well, this well they uh, Winona Ryder changed it when they were when she was had herself plugged in. She like at first it's like oh there's only eighty something minutes, and then before they leave, she's like oh we only got forty three minutes now, and uh and basically what it is is she had set the ship on a collision course to Earth, so it was going twice as fast. Okay, okay, okay. I just I was very confused with that. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why it crashed because at one point they asked her, I think Ron Perlman's like 43 minutes. We were supposed to have like 90 or whatever and she's like I'll explain it later and then as they're running to the ship or whatever. Got I it. I think she briefly mentions that she put it on a collision course with Earth. So we see Earth's horizon at an hour and 48 minutes in for the oh. first time oh. in the Alien franchise. Sorry, I just I just want to mention though again, it crashes in the South Africa. Yes. And so at first like before you mention what you're going to talk about, because yeah. I'm sure you're going to say something about it, I'm thinking like, shit, man, that sucks for all those people in South Africa. Yeah, like <laughs> that was probably millions of people that just died because the ship itself was like the size of the fucking continent. Like, yeah, the ship was huge compared, well, or at least the size of the country. Like, it landed in the entire yeah, like, southern oh, Cape yeah. of Africa. <laughs> it was, it was, it was crazy. But then we go to Earth. Yeah, for the first time ever in the Alien franchise. Yes, we see. Well. Well, I guess be, I guess in the aliens part of it, yeah, not, like this latter Covenant, half, yeah, yeah, not including Covenant and Prometheus. This is the first time we're seeing. Well, the, even then, I don't. Oh, well, I guess Prometheus, but I don't think they were on Earth in Covenant, were they? Oh, yeah, the first scene yeah, with David and all that. Yeah. Well, and even and, and no, ABP. no, they're looking in the caves. That's in Prometheus. You're right. Yeah, that's in Prometheus. But in Covenant, there's that first scene with David and what's his face. Yeah. Um. But AVP and too. What's his face? Waylon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, but, yeah, <laughs> and, but AVP too, I guess technically speaking. Yeah, I was just talking about this, the, this part of it. But um, yeah, and then uh, Hellboy kisses wheelchair man. Oh yeah, right yeah. on the lips. Doesn't yeah, hold back on that. Yeah, he does. And not he has hold this big old that. smile on yeah. his face because because they do survive. The Betty ends up getting off the ship, and they end up surviving uh, the explosion. And yeah, and then I wrote, uh, Earth does look like shit. Yeah, <laughs> and coincidentally, and uh, the director oh. being a Frenchman. Paris, an hour and 49 minutes Yeah, in and ironically enough, scene. too, right after Notre Dame just caught fire. Oh, man. Yeah, because that happened yesterday. So, yeah. yeah. As a, so that dates this. So when you guys are watching this, that's 
that's what yeah I mean. that's oh yeah yeah i guess yeah 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 because that's a that's a big fucking thing that just happened but, yeah no it's um, definitely interesting but yeah it is kind of funny yeah because when it pans out because basically calls like what are we gonna do now and sigourney weaver's like i don't know and she's like well we could easily get lost out here or whatever and then she's like, yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Earth. This is the first time I've ever been here or whatever. And Because it's clone Ripley. You know, real Ripley has been to Earth before. But um, but then when it pans out, you see, like, a fallen Eiffel Tower and fucking, like, basically a destroyed Paris. And I'm assuming that the entire Earth, because then this is the reason why I don't feel so bad about South Africa anymore. I'm assuming the entirety of Earth is basically scorched and, like, they've left Earth at this point because it's 200 years in the future. So maybe Earth is no longer habitable. Yeah, because it seems like everyone's pretty okay with uh, traveling in space now. Yeah, and they even mentioned like how Ron Perlman's like, Earth's a shithole, and everybody's like, oh, God, we're going back to Earth? But it's like, if that's their home base, then there must be some parts of Earth that's habited. inhabited. Or it could be an old system. But yeah, yeah, maybe that ship's just been out there for a while. Who knows? Well, ladies and gentlemen, and that then, is the end yeah. of the film. And then cut to black screen. Yeah, which is the first time that, you know that happens because usually it fades out on either ripley actually it just does that yeah it's <laughs> usually that's... always yeah ripley or her dialogue i guess it technically faded out on ripley but whatever yeah it's on paris and and then this is the first alien movie i think where there has been more than one survivor at the end of the movie because it's wrong well as far as the people who encountered the alien not count because in the last one the people who came no because newt and hicks and Oh right, Ripley yeah. And I totally forgot. Sorry, there's four my bad. people. My this bad. is the most. My bad, I forgot. Yeah. Wait, do they beat him? Ripley, Newt, Hicks, and, and Bishop. And Bishop. Yeah. And then in this one, it's wheelchair. Hellboy. Call. Yeah. Call. Call. And, uh, and Ripley. Ripley. And that's it. Oh, so tied. Yeah, because I was, because I totally forgot, because I was thinking in the in the manner of them dying at the beginning of the third movie, so I was like, oh yeah, that's Man, right. I forgot dude, they survived the, end of the second movie. If he only lasted 20 more minutes, they would have made it. Yeah, dude. It kind of sucks for him because he basically walked in to go be like, hey, what are you doing down here? And then he got his head fucking crushed. Yep. (laughs) Like 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 a watermelon. Yeah, and he was like one of the lucky soldiers to survive through the rest of the Xenomorphs because everybody else escaped. But not all of them. Not the Humnomorph. Yeah. So, yeah, because most of the soldiers escaped with the evac, like, because there were 42 enlisted, and and I'd say at least a good 10 to 12 soldiers died from the Xenomorphs. Because I want to say there were like eight to ten spots on each escape pod, and at least two escape pods got off the ship. So at least 20 soldiers survived, if not maybe a few more. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of that movie. Let's head over to our IMDb corner, shall we? Director is uh, Jean-Pierre Junet, I believe is how you say it. Genot. Genot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's French. I mean, I assume by the Jean-Pierre. JP. Um, so let's head into trivia. Okay, hold on a second. I gotta get to the movie here. <laughs> do you, so do you there want me go. to go first, or you want? Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay, so what are we sorting by? Spoilers, interesting, or top votes? Um, oh wait, let's interesting or top votes. Let's go interesting. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that sounds good. Okay, we're gonna do since this is the last movie, we're gonna do a special six. number one in order to heighten contracts oh wait contrasts cinematographer darius krogdier wow g i guess there's a dgi at the end of his life yeah i think uh, i'm assuming that's african added silver to the printing process uh this had 
the result of making the dark colors richer and giving everything else a metallic tinge. He also used an electric blue tint for the underwater sequence. Oh, yeah. I could definitely tell that was like a different color because that didn't look like real water. Number two, the first lines of the movie, my mommy oh, always go. said there were no monsters, no real ones, but there are, is taken from Aliens, 1986. Rebecca Newt Jordan originally said it. I didn't even know that she had a last name. <laughs> uh, number three, all of the spaceships in the film were miniatures. Oh, as visual cool. effects supervisors believe CGI was not effective en- uh, enough to cr- create realistic spaceships. Good call. Good call. Number four, in the scene which Ripley kills a xenomorph by shooting it in the head, uh, Cal? Is that? Or is it Call? Call. Okay. Call argues with the Betty crew that they cannot trust Ripley. Which Christine and oh, that's the other girl. Oh, Christy. Christy oh, okay. yeah. answers. That's right. I don't trust anyone. Uh, this is a nod to the scene in the original Alien, 1979, which Ripley has an argument with Dallas about Ash bringing the face hugger back to Earth. Ripley tells Dallas that she doesn't trust Ash, and Dallas replies by telling her. He doesn't trust anyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Number five in the special edition, where number eight refers to the company. Uh, she is told that the Wayland Unity Corporation had been bought by Walmart. So there you go. Or Utani. Utani. That's what it is. Uh, but, yeah, so I guess that was a special edition thing, which is weird. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, that's Why is that It must. It's just probably just extra... Stupid information, That's I guess. Really stupid information. And number six, Nigel Phelps uh, based the design of the spaceship Betty on a jackhammer. The Ariga Ar- 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 was originally to be a vertical structure, but the, he abandoned this idea once he realized the difficulty of c- capturing the scope of such a ship design on the film. Oh, yeah, because since it's a miniature. Yeah, and the it, ship was super long. And the thing is, is yeah, if you wanted a wide shot of that, you'd have to be like really far away from it, and then the um, that can mess up the um, aspect ratio if it's like trying to be in front of a planet, but then it's this really small thing because you're like trying to get the whole ship in there. But anyway, that's enough for trivia. Oh, Brad Dourif was the name of the guy that played Grima Wormtongue. I was close. I knew it was Dourif, but I had the wrong first name. All right, we're on to Loot Box. What do you want to do today there, Josh? Do you want to do quotes, goofs, crazy credits? Uh, let's do goofs. Goofs! I think I picked goofs last time, maybe. but yeah, It doesn't matter. I like, what are we sorting I like by? this one. Um, let's do... Um, total votes. Total votes going down. We're fine. All right, what are we doing? How many are we doing? We can do six on this one. Six of them, number one. Oh, am I reading them? Yeah. Oh, uh, at around an hour and five minutes, uh, shockwaves travel very far in water. In the underwater scene, every human would have been killed instantly from the grenade launcher shot at the alien. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, at around 23 minutes, uh, in the fight in the gym, Ripley hits Christy with the basketball, knocking him to the floor. As he falls, he is no longer holding the barbell, but there is no sound of it hitting the floor. Hmm. Ooh. Number three. 
Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at around one hour, 27 minutes, when Ripley awakens in the alien nest, the shot opens with one of the scientists speaking about evolution. Despi evolution <laughs> is a mystery! <laughs> <laughs> Despite the speech delivered in his voice, the actor seems to just be making random movements with his mouth, as if he is literally saying blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Number wow. four. Uh, when Ripley is taken to the main alien hive, the scene opens with Getaman. That's... The scientist, Brad Dourif's character, cocooned on the wall. While audio can be heard of him ranting about how the alien is now perfect, visually he's quite literally saying blah, blah, blah. Damn, he got caught twice? Damn, that is pretty crazy. Come on there, man bun. Um, Number five. In some scenes, just a few drops of Ripley's blood burns through thick metal. When Ripley undergoes surgery, the alien is removed with forceps. And in a deleted scene, Gediman holds open her chest with spreaders. Her blood should also burn the surgical tools, which it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, that, yeah, that's kind of funny. N and the last one, number six, uh, the last one of the season. Uh, the last goof of the season. What's going to be? Okay, hold on. I just want to see if I can find a good one here. Okay. Remember, this is the, this is the last one. It's going to be capping off season one of Movie Combat. Do the end of the film. Yeah, we'll just go. I already lost my. Okay, I have no idea where you were at. Near the end of the film, Ripley flicks blood from the cut on her hand onto the window of the ship, which burns it. Just seconds later, when the room decompresses, she grabs a chain with the same hand and doesn't get burned. Oh man, come on now! I was trying to find the one with the with the basketball. What do you mean the one with the basketball? Oh, where she throws it over the back. Yeah, I just wanted to see because I wanted to see if um if that was like a a one time sh shot kind of thing or whatever. That might be under trivia. Transpose. Oh, the image is transpose East Africa, Red Sea, and Arabian. Flip the cross to vertical axis. Oh, that's weird. Man, there's a lot. There's a lot to this movie. But let's head on to my favorite section. Taglines. Taglines. Here we go. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on the board here. Let's go. Number one. It's been more than 200 years. The beginning has just started. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Number two. We are not alone. Ah, oh, come on now. Is that it? Really? Yep. Number three. Witness the resurrection. <laughs> that, mm. one's, that one's not too mm. bad, I guess. Number four, pray you die first. <laughs> or pray I don't die at all. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, hell gives birth. Okay. Wait what, a minute. What so is does that doom? Does that mean that Ripley is hell? I guess so. Huh. Number six, it's already too late. <laughs> <laughs> and number seven, Beyond Salvation. Terminator Salvation. Yeah, terrible tagline. All right, let's have the release date. What is our release dates for this magical film here? All right, let's see. Uh, well, oh, it looks like it was released in France first, I guess, because um, yeah. it, maybe it was because of the director. But it did say... Uh, I just read a quick blurb in there that said, because um, you were talking about how Ripley refused to do the third film, right? So initially she wasn't going to do this. I just happened to notice it. And it said that they basically drove a dump truck full of money to my house, and that's why she decided <laughs> to do it. So, um, but, but she's it, producer, so that means she yeah. gave some money to it. Yeah, I guess so. 
Um, but it was okay. So I guess the first screening I'm assuming was in Paris, France, on November. Yeah, 6th this is all in order. Of yeah. 1997. Uh, and then we had Switzerland on November 12th and France on November 12th. Uh, oh, French-speaking region of Switzerland. Sorry. So I guess it was all in French probably first. And then uh, – Yeah, nothing like getting a whole bunch of American yeah, actors in an American yeah, movie yeah. to be then showed in France yeah, in that's, Switzerland and then France again. That's kind of weird. And then it came out in the United States in California, uh, Westwood, California, November 20th of 1997. Um, so I guess it was a limited release. Maybe that was the red carpet. Then it came out in Canada, the Philippines, Puerto Rico, and the United States all on the same day of November 26th. And that 26th. was probably the official release yeah. was November 26th, which is what I see here as well, the release date was yeah. November 26th, 1997. Yeah, and then it just basically went on to all the other countries. And then last but not least was uh, Mexico, Todos Niños, on December 23rd of 2016. Damn! Wow. Dude, uh, at that point, you got it. You're just done. Damn. You don't even want it anymore. Jeez. Yeah. Poor Mexico. Maybe it was just that one area of Mexico. Oh yeah, because Mexico got in February of '98. So the last. Th- okay, so I'm assuming that was like some kind of special filming. So the last official release was probably in Egypt on October 10th of 1998. Uh, last official showing or showing, yeah. yeah, in a theater. And I guess these were like special showings in Mexico. Maybe. Let's head over to the box office. The budget for this film was 75 million dollars a little less than a lot of these other films were uh opening weekend in the united states cracked open a 16 million dollar 474,092 dollars uh over that weekend i don't know why i said dollars twice uh gross over the whole worldwide 161 million 376 thousand 68 dollars so they made their money back yeah most most of that non-us though because if you look at the U.S., uh, based okay out of that 161, only 47 and some change came from the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it did. It's pretty bad. It did. That's not great. Uh, all right, let's head over to our next one, which is tech specs. Let's head over to some tech specs. What are some tech specs there, Josh? Um, okay, so uh, since we watched the special edition, the 2003 special edition, um, but the original runtime of the movie was an hour and 49 minutes, 109 minutes. Uh, or if you watch the 2003 special edition, it's an hour and 56 minutes, uh, 116 minutes. Um, uh, it looks like Dolby Digital and DTS sound mix. Um, see, aspect ratio was 2.39 to 1. Camera, uh, Atten 35i or LII Panavision Primo lenses. Panavision Panaflex Platinum Panavision Primo lenses. God, I love the names yeah, of these. Yeah, well, those are the cameras, too. and then those are the names and the, of the lenses. and the lenses yeah, with them. Yeah, after the comic. I, I just I I love I love just how goofy they sound. Um, so uh, looks like film length in Sweden was two thousand nine hundred eighty meters. What? But everywhere else, I guess it was three thousand fifty four. Okay. <laughs> strange. Uh, negative format, 35 millimeter Kodak Vision 500T5279. Eastman EXR 200T5293. I guess those were the uh, two ne- types of negatives that they used. Yeah. Um, printed film format is 35 millimeter anamorphic. Yeah. So they, everyone kept the uh, 35 millimeter. Some people blew it up to 75 just for the theatrical release, though. Uh, now let's head over to. The one, the only, the last time. Yeah. The recording, the ranking of where we're going to go with this film. 
Uh, so are we rank? We're ranking the film first, right? Before we, go, or are we gonna run down the? Um... Uh, I mean, yeah, we could we could say what we got going on before we rank it if you want to. Oh, okay. I I, yeah, I just I just didn't know if we were gonna go over Do that. You, now I went first last time, I think. So I think you go first this time, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. What do you give this film? Okay. Josh, what's the review here? All right, so um, I just I did want to talk about Ellen Ripley's character a little bit because of the whole lines and stuff and what she said. So I will say that her character is definitely different in this movie and mm-hmm. that she's not like the same heroic character that we saw from Alien and Aliens and obviously not the dumbed-down version from Alien 3. So I do kind of give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt as being a different character because she's a clone and she's part xenomorph, so her mind works completely differently. So her acting weird throughout the movie is kind of acceptable, but not in a manner of like, oh, that's Ellen Ripley. Like, no, that's not Ellen Ripley. That's like a Xeno Ripley, (laughs) basically. So it's not her. So I have to to look at it from that standpoint. It's a Rip No More. Yeah, basically. That's actually pretty cool. I like that Rip No More. Um, So, but based on that, like, as far as her character goes, um, she is a little weird in this movie. But... Ron Perlman's character, I think, more than makes up for it because his character is fucking brilliant. Like, definitely on par with uh, what's his face. Uh, um, God damn it, uh, what's his name from what? the second one? Game over, man. Like, oh, uh, I can't even Bill remember. Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I would. Game de- over, man. Yeah. Game over. I would definitely put his character on par with his, with. No, Pope. not par. He's he's not there yet. I don't Bill know, Paxton. Man made that fucking movie <laughs> see and that's how i feel better see and i feel that ron perlman made this movie better he so. did but he's not he's not bill paxton level he's he's good i'm gonna give you that he's good he's not that part but it's your review so whatever yeah, you want to like, do yeah because to, to me if ron perlman hadn't been in this movie i don't think it would have been as much fun that's probably true i, I don't it's think, very, i would agree with you on that yeah i don't think i would have been interested in it as much um, and I just uh, like most of the quotes that I wrote down were him interacting with Ripley. So, so as far as I'm concerned, those two made this movie for me. Um, some of the other characters are good. Yeah. But I mean, for more or less, yeah, they're all red but. shirts. <laughs> and, and yeah, and I was going to say, yeah, Christy, she had a nice tight outfit. Um, yeah, this, there was a lot of tight going on there. <laughs> this movie's not terrible. I don't think it's bad by any means. It's, it's not great. Um, I just say it's a fun popcorn flick. Uh, I would probably put it along the same lines around Predator 2, something like that. So I give this movie a solid middle-of-the-road 7. Okay, so 7 is worthy. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, it's not a really middle. 6 is a borrow. Not really middle-of-the-road. But I'd say it's worthy of owning. I, I okay. would say, you know. It's so like, it not it's better than borrowing the film. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I would, would definitely it add seven. it to the collection because this is one that if, like, you want to watch a goofy alien movie and you don't want to sit down and watch the serious ones and you want to just kind of have, like, some campy alien fun, just like with Predator 2, I think this movie is just great to put on. And Predators, I think we also gave a seven or something. Yeah. So, like, this this is one of those ones where I feel like you can put it on with a group of people sit down, have some fun watching it, goof around about it. And if you know the previous movies, it's got a lot of in-jokes. It's got a lot of, like, callbacks and things like that. And it's not so bad, like, you know, I guess, for example, like Alien 3, where I start getting bored and don't want to watch it. Um, Like, I don't think I got distracted while watching the movie, like, say for maybe one time when when I had to... um, I think I had to get up to like go to the bathroom or something. And other than that, like I didn't stop watching the movie on purpose necessarily. Um, so I think the movie's fun enough to watch on its own and to, and to put in your collection. But it's not like 
oh, I'm going to go. It's not like I'm going to go back to this one like I would Aliens. You know, like I won't, I've seen this movie a few times more than I've seen Alien 3, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch this one on my first my first choice, you know, like if I had to pick between the Alien movies. So, yeah, so I give it a seven. I think it's worthy to own. Okay, okay, okay. Let me just uh, go ahead. I'm writing down where this one made it. <laughs> I missed him on the end. Anyway, okay. You can see it on the... Well, I didn't. I looked, okay. but I, I can't... I, um, I don't know what number you wrote. So. I did not think it... I think this one is definitely the largest gap we had mm-hmm. of all the movies. Um, I'm going to flat out say it. I gave it a four. <laughs> really? I thought it was mediocre at best. And uh, I almost gave it a five, which a five is a meh. Uh, but I almost thought like you could honestly skip the movie. I don't think you need to see it to watch an alien movie because the thing is, is um, first off the whole humanomorph is stupid as shit. I don't, <laughs> I think that's dumb and I'm sorry, Joss Whedon. I love you, man. It's not a good idea. Yeah. I would say that's like probably the worst part of the movie. Yeah. If anything. And it's the selling point is what's stupid. Uh, if they had the queen like do shit, that would make it really cool. But the only purpose of the queen was to have the humanomorph. Yeah, that's dumb. Uh, I think there's a lot of moments that are caused by why is that happening kind of moments. Yeah, like why did the doctors not know that they bleed acid? You've been studying these things for I don't know how long. You seem to be ballsy enough to create these things, so clearly you should have things in order. Why are they all grouped together? You don't have enough squares in the two boxes that you have. Like you have to put three in each of these things. There's clearly enough for more to one of them to be in each of them. Uh, I don't know if that was an experiment. I don't know, but there's a lot of moments that are like, dude, you guys could have thought this out and caused it not to happen. Uh, yeah so i don't know i and after believe me there were moments where i like i almost wanted to just check out of the movie and just like start scrolling through stuff um good parts about the movie though uh it was interesting to see uh sigourney weaver take a different look on ripley and try to add the elements of the xenomorph Mm -hmm. so i was like yeah okay i understand still really dumb and uh, Ron Perlman's character is obviously, like, the icon of this movie, which is not necessarily a good thing. Because uh, you know that the people that were supposed to be the leaders of this movie are Winona Ryder and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. And Winona Ryder, other than the fact that she opens the door... Her character's pretty much useless. She, yeah, she doesn't really need to be there. She shows up because she's like... Literally, the only reason why she is on that thing is so that she can open up the elevator door later in the movie. Yeah, because initially she went there to kill Ripley, and then she doesn't even do that. Yeah, because she goes, well, might as well not kill you now because it's not in you anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so what now? Like, And then the shit went sideways, so it's whatever. But why is shit going sideways now? Because I'm assuming they have been in that thing for a while i don't know oh yeah because they've gone through 
like 12 well she was the eighth clone and apparently they have 12 or 15 or 25 xenomorphs <laughs> living on the ship that, see that's another so, thing it's so inconsistent and, yeah. on what's happening that i just don't know and then there are moments it also I have no idea who the hell anyone's name is on that thing. yeah that that well and i and i would the have the captain a gets killed like in a really dumb way really fast and it's like why is he surviving longer than the ass girl like why is why she's literally only in this movie so we can get an r rating and have sexual themes added yeah, to it. yeah. like that's the only reason why she's in that movie and so she can die later in the water like everyone really doesn't have a purpose of being here they're just kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. which is fine you can use that as a crutch but then they have to have a purpose of existing like, they really don't have a purpose of existing other than causing more trouble for themselves. Yeah, because essentially they dropped off the cargo and they didn't even have to stay because that was actually a, a conversation that the deep voice guy and the the General Perez had because he was like, he was like, well, you know, like, we could stay a couple days, you know, and then the guy's like, okay, don't cause any trouble, don't fight, and immediately they cause trouble and get into and, fights. Yeah, exactly. And and then that's when all, hell, all the hell breaks loose it was basically when these people showed up and then just started, like, causing shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see your point of, like you said, it was like a fun movie, sort of. I guess, but then when I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, but to me, a fun movie was uh, was Predator. Like, or, I'm sorry, uh, Predators. Mm -hmm. Like, that to me was a fun movie. There was, the characters didn't need to have names, and they full-on took a turn into that. And I don't know, maybe they looked at this movie and they were like, maybe we don't need a character name. Because that's probably what they were trying to do in this one. Mm -hmm. But they still had names. And because they kind of need them when they're yelling at each other down the hallway. I don't know. I just didn't find it too enjoyable. I don't think it's terrible. I just think it's a lot of stuff that happens that isn't necessary. And it kind of just keeps bogging it down more and more and more and more. And then eventually it's just kind of like the bad outweighs the good. Because, like I said, I almost gave it a meh. But then I was like, mm, there's kind of more bad. Like, to me, a meh has maybe, like, two or three more good things than bad things. Uh, and it's like, this one didn't really do that. It kind of just kept having the bad stuff. Uh, I, do, I will give them kudos. Practical effects. I love that. There was a lot of practical effects in this movie. And I, I'll give them bonus for that. Um, but, like I said... I think there's a lot of good things, but not enough to outweigh its w anchors of that kind of bog it down a little bit. But it didn't go down too far. It got a 5.5. Yeah, so I was going to say. I, so I it did get it a out. meh. It, did get a, it got a meh point five, uh, which brings it just below Alien Covenant and Prometheus, which in my mind, yeah. Not bad. That's basically where I would see it, yeah. like as far as all the, out of the alien movies, um, and then it, well, and even out of the group, like yeah, that seems about right to me. Because uh, Prometheus and Alien Covenant, as like as ambitious as those two are trying to be, like they definitely have more weight to them than this movie does. And I and I can definitely I can I can see your point when you're saying like you don't need to watch this one, and I think that's the reason why. 
like, well, one, it's the fourth in the series, so you, it's n- not necessary. Originally, there was a trilogy. There was never even going to be a plan for a fourth movie. And then, like Sigourney Weaver said, they basically showed up with a bunch of money and were like, hey, we want you to make this last one, please. Like, here's, like, a shit ton of money for you. And she's like, fine, I'll do it. But, like, she probably was like, under one condition, I'm going to produ- help produce this and I'm going to do what I fucking want, you know? And she was probably like, I'm going to be this weird fucking half alien, half hybrid character. I'm going to be all fucking crazy and, and like sexualized and all strange yeah, and stuff. Yeah, they went, they went buck wild on this game. Yeah, this movie. So I think, I think this one, it had one of those, um, and with Joss Whedon too, like at that point in time, that was when he was writing Buffy and I think he maybe had, it was working on Firefly. Like I think Firefly was getting ready to come out pretty soon after that. And then, uh, so he was still kind of getting into his like steady writing career for like the shows and stuff. Cause like he had written a few shows prior to that, I think, but I'm when not sure did if this he, movie come out 97, 97. Yeah. But I'm not Buffy sh- started in 97. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say this is real early in his career. So I think he was still kind of finding his voice and kind of working out the kinks of his movies. And you can definitely see the Joss Whedon in this based on some of the dialogue. And, and the then Firefly came in 2002. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So he was, he was still came pretty early. <laughs> yeah, I miss, I miss Firefly. Dude, that's one of my favorite shows. O two to O three. Um, yeah. And then, and then they had the movie to like kind of end it off. But, uh, well, Serenity is really good. So. Yeah. Yeah. I like that movie too. It was pretty good. But, uh, but yeah, so I think this is that's and that's why I say this one to me is like a popcorn flick because like sure, like granted, yeah, the movie's got tons of problems. I I do not deny that, but I think it's to me it's one of those movies where it's like kind of so cheesy and bad that it's good. Well, see, that's the thing. That's that's why it's like really cool that we do the two votes. Mm-hmm. Like you give a score, I give a score, and then it's the average of that score. And you know, I wish if there were more people, obviously we'd get a better average, but we give it a five point five. But, you know, you think of it this way. If you prefer, like, the kind of the cool thing about us giving the two different sides is now you can figure out which one do you more side with. Yeah. Like, do you like Josh's opinions more? And then you tend to watch, like, if he says, oh, this movie's great, then you might enjoy it a lot more than the people that may agree with me more. Because that's right. the thing. That's that's kind of the cool thing about reviews, and the reason why I like reviews is you kind of find the point of them is you find the person you like to, you like the same interests with. Yeah. Like for me, when I was uh, watching a lot of IGN stuff when I was going through high school, uh, I liked Greg Miller's reviews, and every time a Greg Miller would say something about, oh, this game is awesome on the PS Vita, mm-hmm. like I was like, oh. I'll give it a shot because you like every game that you send to like, I like. So you kind of find the reviewer that you like. And that's kind of how, you know, that's why we do the reviews. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure we've got uh, people out there who like, yeah, have like minded opinions. And who knows? Uh, maybe you totally disagree with us. And you or think this that. is other shit. That's, yeah. that's, that's, uh, that's your own thing, too. That's probably true. Or there could be somebody who maybe this was their first alien movie and so they're pretty nostalgic about it and they think it's really fucking cool. That's true, too. You know? Yeah, you so, might think it's a 10. Yeah. Don't think it's 10. Yeah. That would, that <laughs> we would, gave aliens a 10. Yeah, you think you, it's on par you, with that? I you, mean, need you need to walk up. Yeah, you need to study cinema a little bit more then, because you obviously. I like it. We just totally <laughs> shit on the, whatever we just <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Everything we said, we're like, oh yeah, you have, know, have your own it. opinions, but don't have the wrong have opinion. Have your own opinion, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I and it's really cool too because I think there was one other movie. Was it Predator Two? Was the one that we 
had well because like I was gonna say we had a different score on Predator Two, right? Because I oh you want to actually know the thing? Yeah, because I think okay, I, I, I I'll, gave, I'll run it down if you want. Because I think I gave Predator Two a seven, and I think you gave it a five, and I think so, that's why I got six point five. So in no particular order, I'm just gonna read all these down. Predator, I gave an eight. You gave a nine. Eight point five. Predator Two, me six point five. Josh seven. Six, oh, okay. or sorry, I gave a six. You gave a seven. Six point five. Oh, okay. AVP. Me five, you five, five. AVPR, me four, you three, three point four. Or sorry, three point five. The Predator, me four, you five, four point five. Predators, me seven, you seven, seven solid. Prometheus, me six, you six, six solid. Alien Covenant, me seven, you five. Oh, that was the one. So- that was and different. then solid six. Alien, uh, me eight, you eight, solid eight. Aliens. Me 10, U 10, solid 10. Alien 3, me 4, U 5, 4.5. Alien Resurrection, me 4, U 7, 5.5. Uh, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I think okay, the biggest so separation. Yeah, besides this one was Covenant. Yeah, but even that's not that big. Of, that's only like 5, 6, 7. So two, yeah, because it's just As two opposed points. to 4 is 4, 5, 6, yeah, 7. This, yeah, three this points. is 3 points. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. But since I rattled them all off, why don't you tell us what our final movie right. combat score so, of the leaderboards are? Who right. won? Start at number, start at number 12 first. Let's go. Is that our uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm just doing some kind of thing. I, I was just sure, trying to think of a song. you gotta, you got to remember it now. Though. you got to yeah. do the banjo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to think of what the actual Mortal Kombat song was because the original Mortal Kombat arcade game is like – it's just this nondescript like music. Oh. Um, okay, so number twelve. Number twelve. No, so. you got to give the countdown voice. Oh, oh yeah, number twelve. There you go. There you go. There you <laughs> uh, go. So coming in at three, at a score of three point five, our twelfth place is AVP Requiem. Oh boy. God, that was a terrible movie. That was a, that was a trog through, but <laughs> yeah. There you go. Number eleven, tied for number eleven, we have two movies uh, with a score of four point five. We have Alien Three and The Predator, the uh, the two thousand eighteen yes. version. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I always get that year wrong. <laughs> um, okay, and then uh, uh, I know I kind of wrote over them. In, I yeah, <laughs> in I, I just have to find the right one. Number nine. Uh, we have AVP at a score of five. Number eight comes uh, Alien Resurrection with a new score of um, 5.5. 5.5. Did I not write the score next to I it? I don't think you did. Okay. No. Well, you. <laughs> um, <laughs> number seven. Tied at number seven, we have Prometheus and Alien Covenant, which is pretty f- kind of funny because they're basically the same movies. Like yeah. they're, Though you know, after after watching this last movie... I kind of am glad Ridley Scott went back to make these other two. Yeah. Like if we would have saw these in chronol and um like release date yeah, order, I might have gave those higher rankings because I would probably appreciate them more because those are the first Alien movies I saw. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And so I already was like, yeah, they're good, but you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and and you look at them with different eyes too. After you see all the all the movies, and you kind of see I'm the kinda, whole grand spectrum. I'm kind of glad I watched them in the chronological because it's like they need to be told in the story. And you you made it a prequel, so I gotta watch. Yeah, so. yeah, and it, it's kind of weird because certain movies you can do that with, and certain movies you can't. Yeah. you know, like the Star Wars, you never never oh, no. watch that in chronological order. You watch that in release date order only. Yes. 
Um, okay, so tied at number seven with a score of six is Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Number five is uh, Predator. Cinco, cinco, cinco. Is Predator Two at a score of six point five. Number four is Predators with a score of seven. Man, I never thought that that would have landed at a four it, spot. It is kind of funny because it was at number two yeah, for a while, yeah, and then got knocked down a lot. Yeah, there were a couple of movies that kind of kicked it out. Yeah, um, number three is the original 1979 or seventy nine, right? Yeah, seventy nine Alien uh, at uh, eight score of eight. <coughs> uh, I'm getting all my numbers mixed up here. I'm pretty sure it was seventy nine because it came out after Star Wars. Um, Number two is the Predator, uh, or no, just Predator. Sorry, this I is know, where I got this is where we yeah. start getting. Yeah, nineteen eighty-seven Predator. Let's just say that. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, Predator. That's what with it was. a score of eight point five, which was our number one. And, yeah. for ten weeks straight. Yes, it held until until our number one, 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 number one, one, with a score of ten, coming down that aisle, <laughs> aliens <laughs> coming down the runway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's coming to accept its reward. So our our season champion for movie combat season one. The Aliens Predator Universe, Aliens, the the sequel to the Ridley Scott 1979 movie, directed by James Cameron. Yes, good old James. Yeah, it, with a solid, perfect ten, which is and and I, rightly deserved. Yeah. Like that movie is absolutely perfect. Well, I mean, it does have its hiccups, but you yeah, know, yeah, but I mean, nothing's nothing's a hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah, would say that movie's like a ninety-nine point nine eight percent. Movies don't get quoted. All the time, yeah. Unless you're an instant classic, yeah. And this movie Game is over, man. stands the test of time. Like it's even the even the CGI and all that kind of stuff. Some of it might be a little dated, but the practical effects in it are so good. And um, <laughs> you know, it just it looks so good. <laughs> like yeah. I don't even think there's CGI in it. Maybe there's like composited shots with like miniatures, uh-huh. but I don't think. I don't know. Either way, aliens. I don't remember. I think everything is all real. Yeah, I think it's all practical and miniatures. So yeah, Aliens is just a perfect fucking movie, and everybody should at least watch that one. If they're not going to watch any other movies on this list, and they've listened to this entire thing for some reason, and we're like, oh yeah, well now I think I might go back and actually watch one of these. Watch Aliens. Yeah, <laughs> everyone mostly gives it a ten. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm not gonna Mom, lie, man. I, I mommy really told tried. me there were no bad movies, no real ones, but she was wrong. There are bad movies. <laughs> yeah, man. It is. It has been a long journey, yeah. and uh, I. First off, we got to take a second here. Thank you, oh, PT Nation, yeah. for tuning in with us again. We recorded all this before this aired. Uh, we wanted to get the show all recorded. It was kind of a different take on what we we try to get more organized um we actually recorded this during the same time as season two of pt 3600 mm-hmm. and so you guys have already listened to pt 3600 and we uh obviously <laughs> this show yeah. was the premiere after that yeah, i was gonna say we might have referenced a little bit we or i might i might have mistakenly we said referenced some a couple times or you <laughs> yeah. wanted to make a yeah, joke yeah but we couldn't make the joke yeah. because it was, <laughs> it was like, like damn it we gotta we have to hold off on it um but now you guys have made it through if you guys have made it all the way through i want you guys to put in the comment section uh that you did uh, because we just want to know if you guys did make it all the way through movie yeah. combat season twelve one. solid weeks. Yeah, of what's even crazier 
is most of these are two hours long. Yeah. So there are 24 hours of recorded <laughs> content <laughs> that we made. <laughs> You've listened for, to a day worth of us yes. bullshitting about movies. Exactly. <laughs> and I thank you for that. I mean, that I, is really cool. If you guys liked the show, uh, please put in the comment section of anything that we do yeah. saying that you love movie combat. Just write hashtag movie combat love. Or you can write MK love. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then people will be like, "Why are they talking about Mortal Kombat?" Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. One or the other, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll know what you're talking about. Just put yeah, in the comment section I'm, of anything. I'm sure we to. will. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap things up for Movie Combat Season One. High five, man! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that appeared on the thing, but <laughs> we high fived. There, there you go. go. That'll count. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing the fully work on that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> ladies, look and alive, gentlemen. self. High five. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for Movie Combat. Love you guys, PT Nation. Make sure you do the whole thing. Social media links are in the description below. Share this like the plague, PT Nation. Roll wild. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one before. I thought I'd add something. There. Roll wild. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like we'll, that. We'll see you guys in the next <laughs> show, wherever it is you're listening. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Laters. Game over, man. Game over. Game over. Kill me. Come on. Just kill me. Come on. Come on. Do it. Do it now. Fast. I forgot about that one. I thought you were dead. I get that a lot. favorite quote <laughs> you know i was saying that i was saying that in the car the other day when i was driving i just kept going but i'm fast oh but i'm fast <laughs> like and i kept passing people <laughs> we were supposed to outro this thing and now we just <laughs> oh uh, we're mostly yeah. done yeah mostly yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.